Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a For another week of Info G Radio, it's episode 544 for January 21st, 2019. And on the show this week, we got the Anthony. Hello. We got the Drew in here. Here. We got the Wombat too. Show. Show enough. Ask somebody to tell show you something. Been I'm surprised I was first, I'll be honest. Your name fit with the the uh, the metering better than okay. anybody else's. That's why. It's the only reason. You're not special. Should I should I make sure everybody gets the full extent and just like put my microphone down and walk away <laughs> <laughs> just and holler. talk for the rest of the show in the background? Just holler at people downstairs or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that that would be good. That'd be good. But let's talk. Video. Too much snow, man. Yeah, there's a lot of snow. I had to go out last night because the wind was blowing so hard. I thought it was going to blow my trash cans over. And I trudged through the snow. And it's like there are parts where it's like uh, two feet high. And there are parts where it's like two inches high because of the wind. Yep. It's crazy. Yep, I had to go out there and shovel at uh, about 7.45 this morning so my wife could get out to go to work. Oh, God. Fuck snow. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And there's a layer of ice underneath it because it was pouring rain yesterday afternoon. Yep. Ugh. The worst. I think we dropped, like, I don't know, we went from 35 or 36 yesterday, and it was, I think, 8 degrees with a wind chill of negative 6 when I was shoveling Uh, this morning. Yep. It's a nasty day. It's a good day for what I did, which was go buy all of my provisions yesterday, and then have two championship football games on TV today with a bunch of crappy food. There you just go. In case we get, just in case we get frozen in, I've bought enough vape juice to get me through it so I don't kill all of y'all. <laughs> Daddy needs his Got nicotine. that vape juice. Got that juice, man. That juice. Let's talk video games, though. Drew, did you play some video games? I did. All right. I uh, completed <gasps> Evil Within 2. That's a game. It is. That's actually a really good game. That is a very good game. Yeah, that is. Then I play soon. You should try out the Evil Within. They I are, have. I have both of them. Oh, then there you go. Um, those are dirt cheap. The, if if you like Resident Evil Two, <laughs> hey, he, he, he can't say too. if he likes Resident Evil Two. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about, and I have no no opinions on the matter. <laughs> If you have ever heard of Resident Evil 2, that you, I might have. Like, you might like the <laughs> Evil Within. Here's here's the thing about the Evil Within, though. If you're going to play both of them, play the first one first. Not just because of chronologically, but the first one is not, it's rougher. It's not nearly as good as the second game. 
Uh, you know, I I think they're both good in their own respects. They are. Evil, but... within, Evil Within Two is a very different game than the first game. Yeah, it doesn't have a chapter ten. No. <laughs> yeah. Fuck chapter ten. Oh man, that freaking boss fight! Oh god, fuck that boss fight! <laughs> that boss fight in that freaking parking garage. <laughs> Was annoying, but anyway, yeah. Uh, finished Evil Within two. That's a great game. Um, uh, I, I hope we get a third game, but I don't know if we are. He's doing something, but nobody knows what he's doing. Yeah, I, I heard that uh, the second one didn't really sell that well. Well, neither did the first one. To be fair, no, I don't know. We'll see. Those games but, yeah. make up most of their money when they drop to like twenty or thirty bucks. Well, yeah, that's the problem. But as as is most Bethesda games, to be completely honest. So yeah, uh, beat that. Talked about it on the podcast that went live um, two days ago, or three days ago. And um, yeah, uh, fantastic game. I highly suggest that to anybody that likes like psychological horror games. Really well done. Uh, and oh, uh, forgot to mention, uh, I freaking love that rendition of Ordinary World. Yeah, that they play at the end of that. Mm-hmm. It is like weird and creepy. So good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, played uh, the game I couldn't talk about last week uh, and wrote a review on uh, Only Musha Warlords. It's only been out for twenty years. Almost twenty years. Came out in two thousand one. Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing is that Only Musha Warlords is almost twenty years old. Uh, and it shows. Damn it, I remember when that game came out. <laughs> it definitely shows. Uh, that voice acting is <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, the guy that that uh, tries to get you to join his clan. Hey, Samanoski. Samanoski. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, so yeah, that's. What what do you consider that game? Is it a? It's not a survival horror game, but it does try to do survival horror things. Yeah, it's like Resident Evil Samurai. What it's I like a samurai Resident Evil where you're actually more of a badass than than Proto Chris, Devil May Chris Cry. Redfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot like Devil May Cry. Um, uh, it. it it's not as rough feeling as the old Resident Evils. There's there's no tank controls or anything like that. It's it's more comparable to Devil May Cry. It well, does it have the does, static it camera. It did angles. have tank controls when it came out. There, yeah, there were tank controls when it came out. And, well, and you can you can still play with them. Did you know that? No, I didn't. If you even use know that. the D pad, it's tank controls. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they they put the the 3D movement on the left stick, and then they put the the tank controls on the D pad. Jeez, I reviewed this game and didn't even realize that. <laughs> I did it I because never... I thought I could switch my magic with the D-pad. With the D-pad? And then he yeah. started moving. I was like, oh, God, it's the tank control. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I never even touched the D-pad during my entire play of this. <laughs> That's, well, yeah, I'm a bad reviewer. Good job, we never said we, we never said we were good. So. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, yeah. Can you, can um, you change the slogan of the site, Ken, to we never said we were good? We never yeah. said we were good at video games. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I did play that. Um, m- maybe it's because it doesn't have the tank controls anymore. That game is way easier than what I remember. Yeah, it's it's because of the tank controls. Yeah, I, I guess now that because the movement is is a lot more fluid, that that is that is essentially Devil May Cry 
in a game where they only give you like one or two enemies at a time. I will tell <laughs> no, you. I have a question. I will tell you that I played... was I, I was shocked that of how responsive the parry was. Yeah, it actually works really well. Yeah, and you can even do it mid animation, which I was impressed with. Oh, nice. So, Anthony, you had a question. As someone that never played the original, um, was it only tank controls? The original was, yes. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't hit the analog button to make it, because it was a PS2 game. You couldn't hit the analog button to make it move. No, they built the it in the RE engine, so it was yeah. straight tank controls. Yeah. It, re- it it genuinely was Resident Evil Samurai. Yeah. Like, that's genuinely how it played. Yep. And it even has, like, items that you slot into sockets, and it's... it's very... There's puzzles. Yeah. Fuck All the, that kind fuck of Fuck the water puzzle. Mm. Goddamn, fuck that thing. Yeah. It's funny because when you play, at least from what I remember, now I haven't played it since it originally came out. Um, 20 years but, ago, you mean? Yeah. But from what I remember, um, <clears throat> playing that and then later playing Devil May Cry, you can definitely tell where the influences were. Yeah. It was like Onimusha, you might as well call the stepping stone to Devil May yeah, Cry. Yeah, that was the stopgap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's still an enjoyable game. I mean, it's, granted, the yeah, the voice acting is bad and dumb. It's a short trip down memory lane that's worth twenty dollars. I, I would say yes. That's that's uh, that's a fun one to go back and and check out. There's a trophy for beating the game in under three hours, and I sat back and said, I think I can actually do that. Yeah, it's not a long game if you know where you're going. Yeah, but that it it has that Resident Evil problem of like, uh, where do I go? Yeah, you eventually like you, the the first probably hour of that game you're kind of led on a path and then it kind of opens up and you're like I don't know where I'm supposed to go now like, I have this item but I don't even know where to use it you and, you come across the doors where it's like it looks like something could fit here yeah but what I haven't seen that thing yeah or I don't have that color orb yet it doesn't tell you either like when the doors are open because you the, the the you get three different like glaives. Elements. Yeah, and like the doors have one or two items on them, and the game never comes up and says, hey, did you know you could upgrade your orb and then unlock doors? Yeah. <laughs> it's It says that in the menus. Yeah, but the menus ain't where I'm looking, Drew. Well, that's why, that's why I started putting some souls inside of my orbs. Souls? That was before souls, okay? Yeah. We're talking Kingsfield stuff here. Oh god damn, don't bring that game back. Ooh. Yeah. Only Musha is older than Kingsfield. Bam, how you like that? Uh no, Kingsfield no, was on no, PS1. Not. No, yeah, that's right, yeah. that's right. That's I right, that's I right. say I have a Kingsfield two on PS one. That's right. The original the Dark Souls of Dark Souls games. The, the Dark Souls <laughs> of Dark Souls games, yeah. And then there's Shadow Tower that Oh don't dude, there were so many of those games and they were not good games. No, they're not. No, nope. very rough. Yeah, I did play uh, Onimusha Warlords. Um, that is, like you said, that is a fun little trip down memory lane for anybody who played that game a long time ago. Or hey, if you are a younger person who never experienced those games, give them a shot because they're still pretty good games. That thing's on and everything too. Yes, that is on Switch. It's on Xbox, PlayStation, PC. You name it, it's on there. Yeah. So it's I feel yeah. like I'm back in junior high school this week between <laughs> Resident Evil Two and Onimusha. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, that's it's crazy. But yeah. 
let's see here. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, I saw randomly Blizzard announced, hey, we are updating uh, Diablo 3. And man, they have updated that game to where the sets do so much more damage. And I was like, I kind of want to go back and try that. And they just released a new season, season 16. And so I booted up the Xbox One version. And my wife and I played Diablo 3 together. You made her play a video game? She's played Diablo 3 before. I mean, um, I think everybody on the planet at this point has played Diablo 3. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, no, I haven't. You have never played Diablo 3? No, honestly, I've never played a Diablo game. <gasps> I've played Diablo clones. I've said this before. This is not a surprise. I've said it on this podcast. I, I would remember. I, I must have no, blacked out. Did you, did you play Torchlight? Yes. Okay. That's a great I, one. I've played Torchlight. I've played Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Just... The but you never the... played Diablo. Yeah. The you... fucking granddaddy. Yeah, but I that didn't is... grow up with a PC to game. It was on PlayStation. I didn't grow up with a PlayStation, Ken. You got Diablo one now. Like a normal you kid. got one now. What's your excuse? I'm not going back to the PlayStation to fucking play. No, Diablo 3. Diablo. Shut up, Ken. Play Diablo I know 3. you're making. You know, if you take you can, pick up, you can pick up that game for like fifteen bucks. Somewhere. If you take if you take fifteen minutes away from one of your Wonder Monster Boys to play some Diablo, don't you dare besmirch the name. <laughs> I did it on purpose. Maybe if you stop playing Overwatch, that's not going to happen. The name of the season. Yeah, well then there you go. But I still play Look, Diablo, no. bitch. Yeah, we 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 need to like sit down and talk about. The quality of games that Blizzard Entertainment releases. Oh Jesus, Blizzard! Oof. It's uh, yeah, no. Uh, Diablo three is still a fantastic game. My wife created a demon hunter. Ah uh, yes. I made a witch doctor. Uh, I'm not gonna and, do it. No. Nope. And he I told you what to do. <laughs> no, no, he did not. Don't do that. Every time. <laughs> That's why I didn't do it. I was like, yep. you know what? I'm gonna let this one go. Somebody else will pick it up. I know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we've been playing through that. Uh, we did. We made seasonal characters so we can get possibly those set pieces. She's, you know, she's she's learning. She's actually having a, a easier time with this game because there's no camera control. That was one of the biggest hurdles for her was 3D camera control while moving. Uh, and because you don't have to control a camera, she's having a much easier time with this game. It seems like she's enjoying it. So, I mean, you know, obviously we're, we're having to take time to explain things like, okay, well, you know, you use dexterity, so you need to get items that have dexterity to make you do more damage and stuff like that. So, um, and Diablo 3 is a really good game for beginners. So we're having a good time with it. And, uh, I'm hoping to, to do some of the seasonal stuff and get those set pieces, man. Oh, Blizzard. Oh, Blizzard. Uh, other than that, I did some Overwatch, and that's about it. That's that's the big games. I'm just sitting here waiting for Resident Evil 2. Friday. Friday. Big, Gotta get down on Friday. Big, big, big Friday. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Anthony, I know... Do you, you play some games? Yeah, so, um... Nope, you can't talk about it. <laughs> All I'm going to say, from last week, I was told to play the demo, and I did, 
and I recommend everybody play that demo. Um, I know you, people might be thinking, like, I want to wait for the game to come out, but play the demo, because I definitely, from last week, what my thoughts were going to be till the I played the demo changed, because, um, yeah, just play the demo. It's free on everything, and it's 30 minutes of your life. It's well spent. Um, I played... Uh, I actually got quite a bit this week. Um, I played Sonic 06. We're just going to start with that because we were going to do that for Phoenix Down this week, but that's not happening, so I wasted my time. Um, <laughs> you wasted your time even if you were going to play it. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. God, that game is just utter trash. And Yeah. Whew, oh, God. Um, I'm saving that for the discussion. Mm. I played it too, but I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's gonna be surprised that I called it utter trash. I'm not spoiling anything. Wait till you hear me rip upon it. Um, so uh, I'll talk about the older stuff I played uh, first. Then, seeing as how I went from Sonic Six, uh, I played Little Nightmares. Um, That's a creepy really game. Good game. That, that game's really creepy too. Yeah, it is. Um, I haven't finished it, but I had it, and a friend of mine wanted to watch me play video games and stuff and see stuff, and I'm like, hold on, that, like, you like Limbo? Here, I'll show you something that's like Limbo. So uh, I had Little Nightmares installed on my console, so um, I showed them a little bit of Little Nightmares. Uh, that game's really good. Um, and then I was like, I had Deadlight uh, install while talking to them, because I'm like, I'll, if you don't like that, I have another game that's like Limbo. I played a little bit of Deadlight on my own, actually. And uh, that's another really good game. And then I realized, oh, it's Tequila Works, which is not a surprise because they did Rhyme and they had their hands um, involved with uh, Sexy Brutal. And I can't remember the other game that was the um, Tequila Works. Uh, what was the other? What was their big game? God damn it. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, Deadlight. Oh, and Invisible Hours was their other. So they only have four, but yeah, Rhyme, Sexy Brutal, Deadlight, and Invisible Hours. Um, they make really good games, so I was like, oh, this makes sense on how good it is. Um, I'm playing Mario and Luigi for review. Uh, that's the Bowser's Inside Story remake. Um, that's a good game. Yeah, and uh, I was kind of... I didn't really like the art style that they are going with after they finished the original three. And... Um, I have to say, playing this, I don't know if it's more saturated now or something, but it looks better than I remember the other Mario and Luigi games being. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't played, I haven't touched the new edition. I just kind of want to get through part like more of the RPG first, um, just to see if they've done any big, big changes. Um, and then the newest game I've played that I bought is a game called Vane, and um, that's spelled like a weather vane. Uh, V-A-N-E um, two members uh, former members of Team Ico had left um, before The Last Guardian was made and uh, started a project called Vane and the guy who came up with the idea and made the original sort of trailer for Vane uh, actually left and is doing another game now um, before this was completed and I was like, okay, so we'll get two games that are very similar because they both involve like birds and stuff. Man, playing this game, it's just not great. Uh, it's disappointing because I can see hints of like good ideas, but so you start off as this kid and you're kind of running through this very stylized world. It kind of looks like a low polygon sort of style, but it, it, 
it also looks like everything's kind of covered in, like, gasoline to some extent. Like, there's this really weird look to the game. But it's kind of neat because it's this... Everything that's sort of man-made has that look. And then, like, you go into, like, the desert uh, later on. And the desert actually looks sort of normal. Um, but the uh, man-made stuff has that polygonal look. Um, but they start you off in that game as the kid. And then they kind of just throw you into the desert as the bird. And the bird controls okay, but the camera's weird, and it doesn't tell you where to go, so you're just left to wander around this desert. Um, I'm trying to figure out the puzzle. It's not actually a puzzle. You just have to find all the other groups of crows. And it's like, there's no direction, and I feel like they fail to understand what made the games the team... Because it's very Ico-inspired still, um, but it's missing what makes those games great. And there needs to be a little bit of direction. Like Journey, um, a game that doesn't have necessarily a lot of gameplay, had some direction to it still. Um, Abzu, which is another game that's like Journey, has, but so this is sort of like Journey, except that it's a huge, gigantic desert in the first stage, and you just have to fly around to find these other crows. And it's annoying because some of them are so well hidden. You have to fly this entire area. It's a long, like a lot of flying around and it's not necessarily fun. Um, and then I got into the second area and what's the, what do you think I have to do? Fly around and find crows. It's like, all right, fuck this game. Like, this is not fun. And I've heard that there's later puzzles where, um, because you eventually get to switch back and forth between the kid and the crow. Um, I'm not spoiling anything because I didn't play very long. Um, and apparently you get to bring these crows around, they can change into kids too and stuff, and I'm like, okay, that sounds like an interesting puzzle mechanic, except I don't want to spend my time just going around and finding points and then flying back to the point I was at before to move the game forward. I'll go back eventually, but it's really disappointing because it's just, I don't know who thought that was a good idea. But it's not. It's not fun. And I know last week I said something about, um, uh, oh god, uh, what's it called? Celeste being like pretentious Meat Boy. I'm sorry, that was incorrect of me. That, cause Celeste is just Meat Boy with a more intricate story. This vein is pretentious, cause having me fly around with no focus is bullshit. And they don't give you directions. They don't tell you, go find crows. They give you nothing. It's just fly. The only time they pop up something is, like, when you land on a pedestal, um, which they don't really tell you how to do either, um, it'll be, like, hit triangle to, like, call other crows to you, um, and then something will happen, and then you have to fly further. This game's not great, don't buy it. I went through a range of emotions as far as jokes go for that whole segment. I went from Carly... This is... I went from Carly Simon all the way up to the racist crows from Dumbo. Hmm. You know, Ken, you know, Ken, I... <laughs> Sorry, my brain know, works in mysterious ways. Apparently. Um, the This uh, this game is exactly the joke that you make fun of Shadow of the Colossus and Ico, Team Ico stuff for. This is this is it. This is, this is the game that, like, when you say, like, there's no game to it or whatever, yeah, this is it. This is that game. Oh, no, there's a game to Shadow of the Colossus that just controls, like, ass. Well, <laughs> welcome, welcome to Vane. 
God. There's no puzzles either, not, or none in the first area. I swear I to God, I, to I, I, I can't, just, I can't. You, you probably think this game is about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it yes, just, indeed. every time he says the word, it, that's exactly what pops in my head. Great. Same here, I'm not listening. <laughs> Same here. Same Ken, here. Just stop, Ken. I, I can't, Drew. I can't stop. I won't stop. Eh, eh, eh. So this is this is this is this is <laughs> Anthony bad, walked man. in like he was stepping off a yacht <laughs> or onto a yacht. <laughs> I think is the word. I think there's a Soldier Boy console on that yacht. I don't know about you. <laughs> kind of look like a Vita. Wow. Alright, um, did you play anything else? I can still hear you giggling, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you don't think you're making audible sound, I can still hear you wheezing through it. Oh, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, no, that's it. Because right. I can't talk about the game I want to talk oh, about. Oh, shut it. up! Uh, Wombat. I had some dreams, they were clouds in my coffee. Clouds in my coffee. <laughs> Sorry, that's the last Carly Simon reference. I promise. Um. All right. So uh, this week I played um, a lot of uh, Kirby Star Allies because once you finish that game, it just throws a whole bunch of extra content at you. Um. And they just added some more. Actually, I don't know how just it is, but they added some more somewhat recently. Um, and so there is a... After you finish the game, there is a guest star mode where you basically play through the story again, but instead of Kirby, you get to pick any one of the uh, allies uh, to play as, as the main character. Um, so you could be Meta Knight or... You could be, uh, you know, the little spider guys that you come across. You can be any one of the, the allies that you want to be to play through it again. Um, so we played a lot of that mode. And then there's another mode that's called the Ultimate Choice. And it's basically a boss rush mode um, where there are seven levels and then a secret level of difficulty um, where you have to fight um, boss after boss after boss. And uh, you pick your team of four before you fight the first boss, and that's the team you're stuck with for the rest of it. So you gotta you gotta be a little strategic about who you put on your team. And um, we have not been able to finish the highest difficulty, which is called Soul Melter. Um, it Soul very, Melter, very tough. <laughs> that's um, not a that's not a Kirby sounding difficulty. No, and what's funny is the um, so the the like um, the aesthetic of this mode is uh hot sauce and so there the like uh the the difficulty selection screen is kirby getting ready to eat a plate of something curry and rice or something and he's got a hot sauce bottle in his hand and um as you increase the difficulty he's pouring more and more hot sauce on the dish and his you know his face is changing from like smiling to sweating to uh his eyes bulging out of his head and then on Soul Melter difficulty, the whole background changes, and Kirby gets these, like, evil red eyes, uh, and he's making, like, a really evil-looking face, pouring the entire bottle of hot sauce on a plate that includes two skulls. Um, 
it's very it's not a very Kirby aesthetic. I was gonna say, are we sure. still talking about Kirby? Jesus. Yeah. Um, but then uh, there's also a, another mode that opens up. This is the newer one that's called um, Heroes in Another Dimension, which is um, another set of like levels that you have to finish, and you got to collect hearts and stuff. So there is a ton of content in that game, and um, it's a good one to just you know play through for a little while. And we've put probably. I don't know, in the last week, my son and I, since it's been so cold and nasty here, we've probably put, um, I don't know, six or seven hours into that game So over the last week. so um, And then yesterday, we spent quite a bit of time, um, well, he spent time, I mostly just helped when necessary, um, putting together a couple of the uh, pieces to the, the new Nintendo Labo vehicle kit. Um which uh, the stuff we put together was a, a the, the foot pedal, like the um, pedal is the best way for me to put it, like a car pedal, um, which is really cool because it's got a rubber band in it. So when you push down on the pedal, it, it has resistance and um, snaps back to uh, the highest level when you put when you let your foot off. Um, the key, which holds uh, one of the um, uh, Joy-Cons, and basically the key goes in every single one of the um, vehicle pieces. So, like, it goes in the steering wheel in the uh, car, it goes in the joystick in the plane, and it goes somewhere in the submarine. We haven't built the submarine yet, so I don't know. Um, but uh, and then we, we built the plane joystick, um, and just, you know, having a uh, what is basically a, a functioning joystick with a trigger and everything built out of cardboard... Um, that my son was able to build almost almost completely by himself is really cool. And it's one of the reasons that I really like that. Um, the idea and the execution of the Labo stuff, I think they've done a fantastic job with it. So um, I really enjoyed that, doing that yesterday and just kind of watching him put it together. And, uh, you know, the games that come with it are pretty good. Um, and then I think the, um, the car one at least also works with uh, uh, Mario Kart. So that's pretty cool. Um, other than that, I've, I've played a little bit more Assassin's Creed Odyssey, trying to knock that down. Um, I sent Drew a text message yesterday and just said, hey, is Divinity Original Sin 2 the game that you keep telling me that I need to play? And uh, he said yes. So I've got that on my Amazon list. But Drew, I was going to ask you, is it worth playing the first one? You don't even have to touch it. Uh, it takes place a thousand years after the first game. They make very small references to the first game. Is don't the first game worth it. playing? Because it's ten bucks right now on PSN. Yes, the first game is really, really well done. Uh, it's only two-player co-op, uh, while the uh, second game is a four-player co-op. Well, I probably won't be playing it co-op anyway. So, if I'm playing it single players, it worth ten bucks. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, Original Sin 1 is a great game. Original Sin 2 just takes a great game and turns into a phenomenal game. Okay. So basically, if you buy both of them, you've got games till 2021. Oh, sweet. Yeah, no, seriously, the, those games are massive. Um, okay. It's one of those that... It's a lot like you know how The Witcher 2, where you miss half of the game depending on what you choose. Yep. It's a lot like that. Where oh, okay. there's there's tons of variation. Uh, Original Sin 2 is great because just the, the quality of life changes. 
And holy crap, the amount of voice dialogue. Every single thing in that game is voiced, even the narrations. Okay. All right, so maybe then I'll, what I'll do is I'll pick up Original Sin 1 since it's 10 bucks right now, and I'll start my journey there, and then by the time I'm ready to get to 2, it'll probably be 10 bucks too. So There you go. Uh, I'll save 60 bucks that way. There you um, go. That's, they're both great games. Okay, so uh, that is going to go on my list. Um, I, I was going to pre-order uh, Anthem yesterday and then realize that, oh, guess what? It's not on Amazon to pre-order. Um, it's just not there. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I shouldn't say that. It's there, but it says um, that it's uh, not currently not available and that they don't know when it will be available. Um, weird. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Maybe I'll... Uh, maybe I'll flip some of my Amazon credit to a uh, Best Buy credit and pre-order it there. <laughs> but, uh... Do some money laundering. Credit yeah, do some, credit. some gift card laundering. Um, uh, that's the beauty of being able to buy gift cards on Amazon. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, I was like I said, I was going to pre-order that so I could get into the, uh, the beta, which starts uh, next week. But, um... Actually, starts in five days, I think. Um, but um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see where I can find it up for pre-order. I still want to Amazon know, puts it back up. I want to know what that game is, really. I, yeah, I still don't know what that game is. I am like, it, it seems like the there's a divide. There is people who are going to go with the Division Two, and there's people who's going to go with Anthem. But it's weird because they're like I, a month and a half apart. <laughs> I know, I know that, but it's just it, because they're kind of the same style of game. They're action third-person shooters with a ton of RPG elements thrown in with loot and stuff like that. So I'm in the Division 2 camp. So. Well, I have EA Access, so they'll let me play Anthem for 10 hours. 10 hours is plenty of time to figure out if I want to play that game. That's true. Yeah, it's true. The, um, I, uh, there is going to be a free uh, demo on, uh, I think, the 2nd, 1st or 2nd of February. Okay. So it might be worth waiting until then and seeing uh, seeing uh, if you like it or not. Yeah, I really. Want I'll, to know I'll definitely what try it. You know, it's it's not like well, I hate it because I'm getting a Division Two. It's just Division Two. I know will probably be a good game. I just yeah. want to know what the hell Anthem is. What what do I do? It's I Division. It's you're going to take on missions co-op and you're going to get loot and you're going to fight. I guess alien monsters. What do you do? Well, first off, you put in your credit card information. Shame on you. Hey, shame on me. I'm not the one that's putting microtransactions into shit. Yeah, but you know for a fact that's going to be in there. Do you want? It's do you EA. want a little? Do you want a little intro about about how you're better than everybody else? Is that what you want? No. We always got to look I'm at saying... negativity. Some bitch. Some bitch. Uh, you know what game I did pre-order though? Is Mortal Kombat 11. Fucking right, you did. You know what version of Mortal Kombat 11 I did not pre-order? <laughs> the four hundred dollar collector's edition, yes. the three hundred dollar collector's edition. No, thank you. Yeah, no thanks. Oh my! How, how, what the hell does it come with? It's a mask. It's Sub Zero mask, like a like a bust. Oh, who cares? Did you yeah. remember the remember the Halo it's... cat helmet? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Speaking speaking of busts, how about that collector's edition? Which is a giant bust already because I haven't heard anyone say that they're going to buy it. No, I three. They'll sell them. 
for sure. But I'm not spending three hundred dollars on a helmet. No, no, no way. Not a chance. When I saw um, the price of it, I was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> yep. I'll tell you what, though, that game looks pretty. Ooh. It looks very pretty. That game is different, so we can talk about it when we get the news. But you know me being the stupid Mortal Kombat fanatic, I was watching all the FGC people that were there talk about it. They have changed that game. It is a uh, it is a much more methodical, slower paced game now. Hmm. Really? Yeah. So I'll be interested to see how it plays, and I'm I want to know about the 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 crazy meters on the side and. I want to know about single-player modes. Well, they'll talk about story mode later, for sure. Yeah, yeah and you know the story's going to be awesome. So I'm hoping that they do the thing that was rumored, though. Well, the, yeah, intro, the intro is great. The intro is great. Because they showed the whole prologue at that event. There's Did a... they? Yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch that event, because I went to lunch at a specific time so I could watch it, and... Yeah, they literally spent... Didn't realize it was going to be a half-hour countdown starting at one thirty. Yeah, that countdown was a waste of time, interviewing people like, how excited are you to see? Who's the characters you want to see? Like, fuck off, just show me the game. Yeah, yeah I did not care about that at all. Not so, one little bit. But yeah, they showed... You can probably find it on YouTube, but they literally showed the full, like, three-minute prologue with Raiden and Shinnok and all that stuff, so... Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. It's going to be good. The, uh, yeah, I'm super pumped for that game. Very, very excited. I actually went back and started watching the um, uh, all the story mode cutscenes from uh, MK9 uh, to try and get myself caught back up since it's been so long since I beat that game. Oh, man. Can't wait, but that game is like 40 games and three months away. So Yeah, it's true. I'll, just, I'll, I'll, I'll be quietly excited in the background that eventually I'll get to play the, the game of the year 2019. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it for me. I haven't played uh, anything else. I need to get myself back into Monster Hunter so I can get ready for Geralt. But uh, for now, I'm trying to just plug through some Assassin's Creed Odyssey and see how far I can get. All right, <clears throat> I'll wrap it up. Uh, I spent a lot of time this week playing a game I can't tell you about, and I'm spending a lot of time playing a game that you don't want to hear about. So I'll skip those two. Um, I bought. Gunman Clive collection on the Switch. And if you've never played those games, or you haven't bought it yet, go right now, turn on your Switch, buy those games, they're $4. There's two of them, and they're fucking fantastic. Uh, also on the Switch, I played Travis Strikes Again. No More Heroes. Maybe you should explain what Gunman Clive is. Is it not like Mega Man-ish? Mm, kind of. That's how you describe it? That's how the best I'd describe it. I've yeah, I yes. mean... Kind of. It's more actiony than than like um, progression based, though. Yeah. You pick up like spread shots. It's it reminds me more of like, it's like Cowboy Contra, kind of. Yeah. Okay. But the, the the look of those games is super awesome. Like I, it's four dollars, and there's two games, and they're fucking great. You should and just buy it. I think they're on everything too. No, so they're not. Have a Switch, they're they're not? only on Nintendo systems. They're not on no. PlayStation. They're not on Xbox. As far as I know, they're not on PC. They were on 3DS, Wii U, and Switch. Yeah, they're not. Ah, uh, Wii U is where I thought about it. Yeah. Oh, damn. Now, I, but the Switch collection is out. It's four bucks. It's got Gunman Clive one and two. Uh, the look of those games is really cool. It's kind of like a um, 
like a sketch artist kind of look to them. Yeah, it's uh, those games they're are good. Kind of, that, that's <laughs> they're very very good. I love yeah. those games. Um, but yeah, I also played Travis Strikes Again, which I forget who I was. I think I was talking to Justin Salani, that, that a friend of the show used to write for the site. We were talking about this game. This game is. Like, the gameplay itself is about as generic as you get. It's just a straight-ahead kind of hack-and-slash action game. Um, but it's the wrapper of this game that makes it so good. Like, it's it's unapologetically fan y So there's a lot of, like, really stupid lines in the game about how Travis is a gamer and he's playing the latest game console and then he gets sucked into these retro games. There's even, like, a Metal Gear um, codex sequence where they're complaining about microtransactions. Um, it's like very self-aware kind of stuff. And it's funny. It's comical. Um, I love the the cosmetic items that you can unlock are t-shirts from other indie games, which I think is really kind of cool. Um, but no, it's it's got some great variety as far as going through the levels. Um you collect a lot of stupid stuff. You still click in on the left stick and move the right analog back and forth or waggle the Wii, or the, sorry, the Switch Joy-Cons like in a jack-off motion to power up your sword like you did in No More Heroes. Right. Um, but it's 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 super fan servicey and super stupid, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, as far as game, like if it didn't have all that stuff wrapped around it, it would just be a very generic beat-em-up style game. Um, but I like the the change in venue for every level is a different retro game that you get stuck in. And I think that's a cool concept. Yeah, it's been done before, but not through the mind of Suda. <laughs> Suda's kind of fucked up in the head. But it makes for an entertaining ride. Uh, and then the last game I spent a lot of time playing this week was Ace Combat 7. And Ace Combat 7 is a game that I didn't know that I needed but realized that I did need after playing it. Again, I feel like I've been transformed back, or transferred back to 1990-something, playing all these PlayStation games that were very revolutionary for their time. But Ace Combat 7, <clears throat> it's, it's a pretty straightforward you know, flight simulation. Ar- I'm sorry, arcade flying game. Uh, you unlock aircraft, you unlock upgrades. There's, a, the, there's the aircraft tree where you can spend money to upgrade, buy new planes, buy upgrades for those planes. Um, each mission, you know, sorties. You get to go out, shoot some dudes out of the sky. What sells this game is, man, it takes itself way too seriously as far as the story goes. Like, there are Metal Gear level length cutscenes in this game. And they are serious as fuck. And on top of that, I have no fucking clue what they have to do with the actual game. So the game starts off with this like lady who was building this airplane because her grandpa used to fly, and she gets shot down, and she goes to prison. And then in the prison, they're trying to get her to, to fix these old airplanes that are sitting on a naval base that has been abandoned, and they're having her rebuild them just so they have planes on the runway so it looks like they're a real naval base. And then you go into the missions, and there's no mention of any of the stuff that happened in the cutscenes. And it's fucking crazy. And then, like, they sell, like, the whole 
world-building stuff of all these continents that are at war. There's a goddamn elevator to heaven. This game, man, it's crazy. They literally built a ladder to heaven. So, is is it funny because it takes itself so seriously, or...? I kind of get into it like it's a cheap-ass anime, you know? Okay. Just some, like, really... It was hard to tell, because it was like, it, everything you're describing <clears throat> sounds awful, but then you're like, this game's great. And I'm like, okay. I fucking love the cutscenes. They're, like, so long and, t- and like, so self-serious. But I'm like, nine times out of ten I would skip these things, but I'm just, like, drawn to them. I want to watch them. I'm like, this is a great story. And then I get into the mission, and I'm like... I'm just literally shooting dudes out of the sky as not the character that is in the cutscenes. Also, the combat is great. It, I love this game. Um, I love that after a mission, it, it's like a racing game. It records the entire thing, and then you can watch it from crazy camera angles. That's just fucking cool. <laughs> and these missions aren't short either. Like They're like 15 to 20 minute missions. It records the whole guy. Apparently, it's also a technical issue. Like the longer you leave the game running, the slower it gets because <laughs> it's recording all these clips of your campaign. Oh, uh, but luckily, I haven't had that problem because I will play one mission, leave, and come back to it. So, but I think that's funny that they did. You try it in VR yet? I got it on Xbox. That's the code they sent. Yeah, oh, gotcha. So I didn't get a chance to try. I would love to look at this game in VR. I really would. But they only sent the Xbox version, so... Um, there's too many new games coming out. I can't afford to spend 60 bucks to try out the VR mode, sadly. Right. But I, I bet it's good. I've heard from other people that it is cool. So I would definitely be interested in checking it out. But I, I like this game a hell of a lot more than I thought I would. But, uh, yeah, I think that's it as far as new stuff that I can talk about that I have played this week. So let's talk about what's coming out this week. Um, We've got A Fisherman's Tale. We've got At Sundown, Shots in the Dark. Future Grind. Is it time for Anthony to have to review a Sinran Kagura game? Because there's a new one coming out this week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's what those, that's what those I'll games spoil are. it for you don't even be, be on my side <laughs> I know how Resident Evil ends <laughs> <laughs> don't do this to me Sidron Kagura <laughs> Burst Renewal is I'd, rather, I'd rather play all Kingdom Hearts games from start to finish uh, Me too. <laughs> I think everybody here on the show probably would. Um, just saying. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, The Nightmare, so the newest DLC for that. Uh, the Hong Kong Massacre. Uh, Wonder Song. Kingdom Hearts, the VR experience. Jack Quest. It's, the tale the of VR experience is just some a fan trying to explain the timeline did you see they released a VR thing for Kingdom Hearts this week it is the lady that sings the theme song and it's a personal concert yeah yeah where you're like up front yeah yeah I bet that's not why people downloaded it um Jack Quest The Tale of the Sword Life is Strange Episode 2 and Resident Evil 2 is out on Friday Resident Evil Evil 
uh, Gang Beasts finally making its way to Xbox. Heroes Trials. The Walking Vegetables Radical Edition. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing for 3DS. As per usual. Switch. Oh, Lord. Let me bring this up in a new window. I Hug You. That's wow. all, all one word. Uh, a lot of stuff we talked about already. Raven Remastered. Kill, hashtag Kill All Zombies. Aktung Cthulhu Tactics. Uh, As Divine Hearts 2. Bad Dream Coma. Cursed Castilla, which is a great game. Doodle God Evolution. Fishing Universe Simulator. Legrand Legacy The Tale of the Fate Bounds. My Memory of Us. Piku Niku. Smite. Flowlines Versus. Nero. Nothing Ever Remains Obscure. Inops. Demo. That's it. Phew. What happened to the Switch? Um. 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 Uh. Life. Um. Uh. uh finds a way. I. Yeah. Alright. Yes. PC games? Sure. You thought the Switch was bad? I mean, the Switch is quickly turning into the PC. Not quite like this. 3D Pinball <laughs> Hentai. Say that one more time. 3D Pinball Hentai. Okay. Mm-mm. Hentai like a boss. Hentai sexy girl. Mojo XXX. Dodge Dummy. I just, uh, I don't know. Uh, 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 the dame that, res- that resonated with me more than the hentai games. I know. <laughs> Dodge dummy. Dodge dummy. Uh, oh boy! Oh 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 my god! Okay. Whoo! Okay. <clears throat> hentai cockwriting simulator. I don't want to look this up. <laughs> don't, don't, no one's forcing you to. I'm not. If it, if if it's an anime girl on a chicken, they they, they 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 actually they win the internet. I have to I have to know now. Oh, all right, oh, all right. hentai. Cock. Oh God, he typed it. He typed if, it. If you, if you if you hear in the, it's the, not on stage. coming. The police are coming. It's not on Steam. Oh, no, I'll click it on here. Um, there is a chicken in the logo. Okay. They win the internet. <laughs> it's listed as a uh, an action game developed and published by Gussie Games, scheduled to be released in 2019. Gussie. How, how is this not on Steam? Uh, I don't know. You know it's got to be. Sorry, maybe I'm typing. Don't put it into Google, Drew. I don't want to. Don't do it. Don't, 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 don't. All right, what's the full name? I just told you, Hentai Cock Riding Simulator. Is it all one word? No, it's four (laughs) words. I can't believe this is happening right now. It's happening, (laughs) right? It just pops up. It pops up as something Drew's already searched before. <laughs> it, it autofills. It's autofill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nothing comes up. The, the funny thing is, when I type in that full name, there's two games that pop up: Carmageddon Two, <laughs> and the Great Hero Demo. <laughs> 
So the company that made this game, it's their only game. All right. Uh, yeah, there's a surprise. It's due out one twenty three nineteen. I mean, there's very little information about it, but it does have a it does have a page on the game facts. But it doesn't have. It's not doesn't say where it's coming. Like the. <laughs> well, I bet it does. I'm sure it is. But I'm not just saying, is it, is it going to be released on Steam? It just says PC. Oh, it's going to release. Okay. <laughs> the uh, Drew, I have to ask: Did you look that up on a computer that you share with your wife? <laughs> um, well, technically, yes. Oh, good luck, sir. She's going Steam. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. That's why I told you not to put it into Google, Drew. Don't put it I didn't in. put it into Google. I put it in Steam. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Let's talk about news, because let's, let's, get, let's get off this. Ooh, okay. You don't know. You don't know, Drew. You got her player playing Diablo now, so. She's like, I wonder what else, what other kind of games. Let's see a Steam thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> what has he been looking at? Drew, what, what is, is hentai? Well, yeah, I was just getting ready to say, what is <laughs> hentai? Oh boy! Don't go down that road. Yeah, no. It's a type of art. Mortal Kombat 11 was uh, talk- we already kind of talked about this a little bit. Something very telling from that reveal for me. How so? They didn't talk about the PC or the Switch versions of that game. But they are coming to PC. The Switch version. Steam. The Switch version's already been delayed. Yes, till May, I think. Yeah. Okay. The PC version, nobody's even talked about. The only thing they did was they answered a question at the show saying, we hope it's better than the last one, which it can't get much worse than the last one. Is that that Boone saying that? (laughs) No, it was one of the community people. Okay. So. Yeah. I'm going to just go out on a limb here and say that that those versions are not being made by NetherRealm. Probably, yes. So, I was already skeptical of the Switch version because, I'm sorry, I don't want to play Mortal Kombat on that shit-ass Joy-Con. Sorry. Um, I have fears of that game running at 60 frames a second on the Switch. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't... Cool that it's there, but like I say every week, I don't think everything needs to be on the Switch. Very true. I think it if mm, I have a feeling it'll lean more towards Ark than say Doom. It depends on who does it, I guess. Yeah, like if it's Panic Button, who I don't think will be doing it because I think that would have been announced. Um, that they've done nothing but quality work. Um, but let's let's just talk about. I mean, everybody here saw the game, right? Yeah. Do you really think that is going to run on the Switch? <laughs> Because that game looks really good. Not, not well, probably. Not yeah, well. that game. But, is... but but if you if you ask me to look at Doom twenty, like I would have told you no. There's no way this would run okay at all. I haven't played the Switch version of Doom. I have. Not. I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, that's sorry. I've heard that there were some issues, but it came down to like menus freezing and stuff, not the actual gameplay itself. I've heard nothing but good things with the port of Doom. I don't and know. Warframe, I think, is out now, too. I know that there was at least previews saying that that was pretty much the same game that everybody else can play on the Switch. I mean, I'm glad that the Switch is getting these games. My problem is is that unless you only own the Switch, I guess I just, 
I just don't... I mean, I understand the people that play it portably, but... Man, a fighting game on those Joy-Cons just makes me want to vomit. Yeah. I just... I hated playing Zelda... Because, you know, I had Zelda early, I had the system early, and, like, I hated playing it with the Joy-Cons. I do not like those Joy-Cons. Um, once I got my Pro Controller, Zelda, like, went up my my favorite list by, like, a hundred times. I just... Those Joy-Cons are just terrible for me. And I know maybe I'm on an island with that, but... The only I time... think they're great for, uh, you know, an, an hour or two. Um, they start to get uncomfortable after that, though. The only time I use them is when Nintendo forces me to, which is when me and my son play Mario Party. Because you have to use them for that. So... I don't know. Uh, they also announced, like we said, the Collector's Edition, which was also only listed for PS4 and Xbox One. They announced the Combat Pass, which will have six DLC characters. The beta is coming in March. A lot of info about that game out there. They also announced Ronda Rousey is doing the voice of Sonya Blade. Yep. <clears throat> I truly didn't even know the stuff about her until this happened. I didn't either. No. I I did because I knew a bunch of people that were fans of her because she, like I'm sorry, playing video games doesn't make you a good person. But that's what a bunch of people thought. Way back I don't when. understand why they got rid of the original voice actor. She was excellent. I know that's where I'm <laughs> I'm upset about. It. I, I mean, I okay. Let me rephrase that. I don't. Is like she doing it. the mocap for? I don't know. I don't think so. Truthfully, I, I know why they did it. I, I can say I know why they did it. It's star power. It gets yep, people. Yep, she's a huge star. That's yeah. it. That's it. Except, except, like, okay, so she had, like, legitimately outside of, like, her personal life and all the shitty stuff. That, my thing is, is, like, yeah, she was a good fighter, got her ass handed to her, and quit. Yeah, but she's still got, I mean, she's I mean, still got a ton of star power. I mean, she, she's, she's now... A uh, WWE fighter. Yeah, she's like the one of their biggest stars, and a, a product that's watched by two or three million people every single week. Yeah, I, uh, I get why so they did it. She, she's still a, ju- just because she lost a couple MMA fights. She's still a massive star. Yeah, I but don't have to. Like I, I, I agree with you personally. I I, I never. I think never she's agree. just kind of. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of her as a. Person. person, yeah, me neither. But I'm like, just... my thing is, is, like, I just don't. I don't know. I, I feel like so. I don't know. I don't know how to put it because there's really no equivalent. It's kind of like you know, right now McGregor's huge, except that he has lost matches in the past, or whatever. <laughs> um, but like, not a lot. It would be like, oh, and now McGregor's a star. Like, I'm sorry, just because you happen to be the best, and then somebody better comes along. Like, I don't know. And then, yeah, the shitty stuff on the side of it. But it's just like, I, personally, no one was talking about Ronda Rousey outside of WWE. And like, well, that, I know that hits a ton of people. I know that hits a ton of people. But it's like, my question that is that doesn't leave necessarily that crowd. Like, I've not heard about Ronda Rousey. I've heard about other WWE people, not Ronda Rousey. My question about her, with the as far as the shitty stuff goes. Did I just miss it? Like, when she went to the WWE, did people throw as much a fuss? Uh, Ryan, you'd probably yeah. know more than I do, because I don't watch wrestling. Uh, but. I mean, uh, among certain segments, yeah. There was a... Um, there there was a... Uh, kind of a... Um, 
I don't know. I don't know if "threw a fit" is the right way to put it. There, there were there were definitely some initially, at least, um, some grumblings about, hey, you know, she kind of has some shitty viewpoints on some stuff. Um, the I think, though, quite honestly, um, a lot of wrestling fans are just um, they just really, really want uh, stuff. wrestling to be mainstream again. And, uh, this kind of stuff, they feel like helps to kind of drag it towards the, the mainstream. Yeah. Um, and it, listen, it doesn't hurt, quite honestly, that, um, I, I think, let me put it this way. The way the hardcore wrestling fan base is, they, um, will immediately gravitate to anyone who is good at it, who is really good at it. Or who the, especially people who are good at it in the office doesn't want to give extra time to. Um, Rousey's the opposite. She is, um, she is exactly what the office wants to give a whole bunch of time to. And I think there were a lot of WWE fans who were prepared to be all over her case when she first came in. And then she showed up and she was good. And it threw a whole lot of people for a loop. And I think that's why some of the criticism of her got uh, buried early on because um, she showed up and was a hell of a lot better at wrestling than anybody expected her to be. Mm-hmm. And um, there are segments of the fan base for whom that's really all that counts. Yeah. So she's a, she's a pretty big superstar. Uh, she's she's huge. She's probably um, th- there is a I would say a ninety five percent chance, depending on what else happens this year. That she's going to actually be the main event of WrestleMania, huh. um, so she she will be probably in the the last match at WrestleMania this year, um, unless you know they've got a, a massive star or something like that coming back. But they have another female wrestler named Becky Lynch who is re- who has really sort of blasted off in terms of popularity this year, and uh, there's a good chance those two are going to end up in the main event at WrestleMania. Because she, I mean, she is she's legitimately a massive star. Who's who's the the biggest wrestler, like male wrestler nowadays? Like like who's who's the headliner? Is it still John Cena? Uh, well, John Cena's kind of um, uh, he's he's very much a part timer anymore. He he he's back now because it's WrestleMania season, but he doesn't he hasn't really wrestled in, um, w- with the exception of the last couple weeks, he hadn't really wrestled in months. Um, so you know your headliners are. Uh, you know, Roman Reigns was the biggest, uh, but he is actually fighting leukemia, so he's not wrestling anymore right now. Um, so, you know, Brock Lesnar's still huge. He only shows up every couple months. Um, this guy named AJ Styles, uh, Daniel Bryan's still really big. I thought he retired. Uh, yeah, well, he did. He well, was he forced to require to. because of uh, concussions. And uh, he, through some he treatment and some other stuff, he was able to get cleared, and so he's back. Basically, huh. by by the amount of paperwork he was willing to pay for, he basically proved that he could wrestle again. Yeah, and he had, I mean, he had multiple doctors who were saying, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. Um, as a matter of fact, he's probably in better shape than some of the guys that who haven't been through the levels of testing that he's been through. Um, and um, so it was, it was just convincing WWE's doctor to let him come back, and he's finally come back. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, there's, um, you know, <clears throat> couple other guys, a guy named Seth Rollins, a guy named Finn Balor, those are 
some of the bigger stars. So, all right. So let me ask you this: uh, if if I were to, I haven't watched wrestling in a very very long time. Um, let's say, all right, guaranteed, who you're going to see on Raw pretty much every week? On Raw, yeah, you're going to see Ronda Rousey every week. Okay. Uh, you're going to see um, this time of year. You're going to see John Cena most every week, but. Um, you're gonna see Finn Balor every week, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Dean Ambrose. You're wrong, wow, by the way. You have... you, you wouldn't see John Cena. Oh, oh yeah, good point. Because you can't it. see him. Oh my god. Okay, whatever. Uh, the uh, thanks uh, for that meme. Everybody, everybody you've named, I don't even. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's the roster has turned over quite a bit. It's so um, weird over to the me. Last several years. It, it's so weird to me because you know, growing up, and I fell down a rabbit hole on YouTube the other day looking up, like, wrestling from when I watched it, and nobody went by their name. Like, you talk about the people that I watched, you know, like Macho Man and Hulk Hogan and, and the Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. Sting. Sting. Well, keep in mind that almost none of those names I just gave you are real. Names either. No, 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 yeah. they're not um, their I mean, real John names. Cena is his real Yeah, they're not their real names, but they use, like, first and last proper names, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And A lot of, yeah, most of them do. And to be fair, you know, Warrior's name is really Warrior. So, uh, it was, so. yeah, until he died of a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, uh, until all the cocaine finally caught up to him. Yeah, no shit. Cocaine right. and steroids. Whew, that dude was... Whew. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's weird. I, like, I, I, I watched wrestling a lot whenever I was a kid, you know, like back in the, the 80s, whenever everything was colorful. And then I got back into it in the late 90s. Or yep. mid to late nineties, uh, back whenever DX came out and stuff like that, and then I dropped off. My dad was a huge wrestling fan. He dropped off eventually, but he was still watching like in the deep early parts of like John Cena first coming on. And I sat down and watched it with him a couple of times. Uh, this was like in the periods of uh, John Cena was big. Uh, this guy named Carlito was still yeah. pretty big. I don't know if he's even around anymore. It, so his father is actually a uh, uh, named Carlos Colon, who owns a wrestling promotion in Puerto Rico. And that's where Carlito got released from the WWE after a couple failed drug tests. And uh, <laughs> he ended up, I think it is his dad's promotion in Puerto Rico. I think the last few things I remember big happening was obviously the death of Eddie Guerrero and, well... And then Chris the, Benoit killing his Chris, entire family. Chris Benoit killing his entire family and, and yep. himself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that that was like the last big thing I remember seeing. And a lot of people left wrestling when that happened. That yeah. was a huge exodus, moment of exodus, myself included. I didn't watch wrestling uh, after probably another six or seven years. You really wow. want to? You really want to fuck up your childhood? Go Google a picture of what Lex Luger looks like now. Oh yeah, Lex Luger's all fucked up. Oh he's, god, he's damn. in a wheelchair and yeah, he because yeah. he used to be like this big giant dude, and now he's like super tiny. Yeah, he's his he's all fucked up. Yeah. What happened to him? Uh, I think uh, um, nerve nerve damage and stuff. Yeah, mostly from the drugs, the alcohol, all that stuff. It's yeah. Just, it's Jeez. rough. It's yeah. Rough. He actually he had a real, real bad stretch there where he and do you remember Miss Elizabeth? Yeah, before she died, yeah, and, she actually yeah, died he, while he Elizabeth. was with her. Yeah. 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 She died in his house. The uh, um, they were both into drugs and stuff like that. And old Randy Poffo's wife. 
Yeah. Yep. Randy Poffo. Randy Poffo was a weird guy too. He was. Uh, he was. <laughs> he was a crazy guy too. I mean, you kind of. You know, most of those back in the '80s were crazy. Oh my god! Yeah. Like I said, I fell down a rabbit hole of YouTube stuff and just. Man. I know why, because you were going back and looking at the promos of Macho Man and uh, Jameen Gene. No, no, I I started watching like because I I grew up a big Warrior fan. Like he was my childhood. Speak to me, warriors. But uh, like I started looking at like the, the the you know I'd heard it when I was a kid that there were two warriors, and I watched this conspiracy video about it, and I was like, yeah, that's interesting. Then I got into the Andre the Giant stuff because you know Andre's career was super interesting. Um, and then it, you, YouTube just started suggesting like, well, here's some stuff about Macho Man. Here's some stuff about you know Rapture and Rick Rude and the Honky Tonk Man and all these people I grew up watching. I'm like. God, this just like kills your childhood of what these dudes were really like. <laughs> yep, and then you're like, oh, right, almost all of them are dead. Yeah, like 90% of the guys I grew up watching are fucking dead. <laughs> Most of these guys didn't make it to 50. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is Sting still alive? Yeah, yeah he's still alive. Yeah, he actually had a big scare. He actually came back and uh, wrestled in WWE a couple of years ago and um, had a big scare in the ring because he had... Um, spinal stenosis and there's a part of the match that he was having where he gets thrown into a turnbuckle and uh he kind of lost feelings in his in his legs and you see him just kind of stumble forward and just collapse um and uh yeah it was so he ended up retiring officially after that which thank god he did because he's 55 years old but i love the the jake the snake roberts documentary that was on netflix but also he did an interview with joe rogan recently he did his podcast there's some super interesting stories on that podcast. Yeah, that, does he talk about talk being about? arrested in my hometown? He talks about being arrested several times. He talks about having the snakes in his bathtub in his hotels, and yeah, I'm sure most of it probably sounded like this. Oh, absolutely! Like you, like you need to like amp that dude's voice up like six thousand times. In order yeah, to this this dude like got arrested for uh, I think meth and prostitution. Yeah, he had a fucked up end of his career. <laughs> In my little hometown. <laughs> I saw footage of him in a wrestling match that he did towards the end of his career where he was so fucked up he couldn't get in the ring. <laughs> yeah, his whole life, man, is just real fucked up. It's it's great to see, you know, DDP, what he did with him, though. Yeah. It was. It was, it was a good yeah, documentary. Yeah, saved a lot of those guys. Yeah, uh, what's uh, Razor Ramon? Got all. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yep. If you want to have a fun time, there is a um, <clears throat> website. Uh, I believe it's called Lonely Virgil. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Virgil. If you remember him, Ted DiBiase's yeah. bodyguard. Yep. He uh, he goes to every convention known to man and sets up a uh, a little booth, <laughs> and nobody ever goes to see him. So people have taken pictures of him at all these conventions of him sitting at an empty booth. Hey, yeah. hey, Virgil he was doing that himself too. That was that was one of the um, the producers of Opie and Anthony that set that up. Sam Roberts set that up, that website, and uh, he, he crowdsourced people. He It was him alone taking the photos of him, and he crowdsourced all of them. Hey, Virgil was the million-dollar champion for, like, a and, week. <laughs> there, was a, there was a story of um, one of the guys from that show going and getting Ted DiBiase to sign his belt, and Virgil forced his signature onto the belt. Oh, Jesus. All right, moving on. News, video game news. Um... That was our WWE minute. Yeah, that was the WWE minute. By the way, Anthony, just so you know, Sam Roberts actually works for WWE now. Oh, does he really? Yeah. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. I don't know if that's his full time gig, but he he works for them. Oh, uh, okay. I uh, he was doing that for a while. I forgot about that. Yep. Uh, new Overwatch event starts on Thursday. The year that Reaper skin's cool. They showed the Hanzo skin yesterday. He has a beard. He has a big beard that's connected to his chest for some reason. It Hell doesn't yeah, move. it is. Uh, <laughs> it's the year of the pig, the Lunar New Year event. So, uh, EA, there was a report that came out from Jason Schreier, Mister Mister Breaking Every Story. Uh, EA is uh, basically fucking just fucking up with the Star Wars. Right? They apparently have canceled that big open world game. The, to the surprise of no one. Yeah, so that game is done in. What uh, the story went on to say, like, the reason they did it was they were trying to get it. That game wasn't due out until, like, 2020, 2021. So they were trying to get a game out before then. Because, obviously, as we all know, EA had a 10-year license for Star Wars. And there have been two Battlefront games. And and a couple mobile, and that's it. Yeah. Well, they better get the Kraken, then. Maybe they shouldn't have shut down Visceral Games. There were, like, three different studios that were working on a Star Wars game, and right now the only one that we know is coming for sure is the Jedi game from, uh, what are they called? Respawn. Yeah, the Titanfall guys, yeah. So, probably pretty sure Disney's pretty pissed about that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I bet bet they don't sign any uh, single publisher contracts, and they do what the Marvel division's doing. Well, Marvel, is, Marvel fucked up with that because they gave the rights to like Thor to Sega and Iron Man to Activision or Sega. Yeah, but but, but then um, Activision for a while was the only one putting out stuff, and I have a feeling that they won't like they won't do that with the LucasArts again. The only property that they really care about is Star Wars from that, but I have a feeling that they will get different games from different developers and publishers. And be smart. I mean, look what they did with Sony. That was a that was a great yeah, great partnership. Uh, and then they have the, they still have that game from Yato uh, Square Enix. The, screw, the Crystal D game that we still yeah. haven't fucking seen. <laughs> yeah, but I mean uh, okay. we've heard about it. That's So, you know, in one of the most ill-timed announcements there's a Power Rangers game coming out. It's a fighting game. It's 2D. It was announced the same day Mortal Kombat 11 reveal happened. Wow. I was still. I'm surprised to see. Uh, is it Saban? Is that how you pronounce that? Um, I'm still. I'm surprised to see that still attached to the Power Rangers name, seeing as how Hasbro owns Power Rangers now. I think they have some kind of a partnership with them. No, I'm pretty sure Hasbro just bought Power Rangers outright. I mean, they've been making all the toys. Well, so. didn't Saban, didn't they have the rights to the, what's it called in Japan? I don't even know what it's called. Super Sentai. Super Sentai? They also had the English rights to whatever uh, Beetle Borgs was, whatever, um, Gridman, which became Superhuman Samurai, Cyber Squad. And, the uh, Troopers. VR Troopers, I believe, was them. Yeah, and then they also had um, Common Rider for like a season. No, oh, wow, Common yeah, Rider. Yeah, they own a bunch of shit, and I'm pretty sure um, the only thing that really ever stuck was Power Rangers. And I thought Hasbro bought it, and that was a good thing because uh, Saban is super litigious. So anything that looks like Power Rangers, even though they didn't create it, 
um, they will sue you. Um, Jeez. Yeah, uh, there was like a video game that got sued uh, where you played as like um, not Power Rangers Chroma Squad. That's what it's called, Chroma Squad. I remember and that you game. Had, like, you had you had Power Ranger like characters, and Saban tried to sue them, and eventually they came to an agreement where it said they had to have inspired by Saban's Power Ranger. I'm like, you didn't even make Super Sentai. But so I was glad, and then I saw Saban on this, and was like, "Oh." I feel like the last five minutes of this podcast have been in a different language. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know I, anything um, about any of this shit. Uh, yeah. So I saw that trailer. I don't know. That's not what I kind of care about when it comes to Power Rangers. It'll it'll honest. depend on how much that game costs, is whether or not I'll buy it. Well, Who's that too. It? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> There's problem one. I have yeah. a press release. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, but let's move on to the next story. I'll look up. Uh, I was going to say, I can vamp for a minute, too. Um, um, but let's, want, let's just jump in. I want to the... fight as Zords. That's what I want. I want giant fighting mechs, not necessarily the Power Rangers. The, um, it's made by a company called Inway. No idea. They yep. worked on, let's see here. It's comprised of leading developers and senior executives from Sony, Electronic Arts, WB Games, LucasArts, Kabam, Nexon, and NCSoft. Great. That's very helpful. Yep. NCSoft are the uh, City of Heroes, City of Villains guys, aren't they? Yeah. Yep. And so, so basically there was probably one guy that worked at different ones of these companies, and then they all came together. I don't know. And said, so, hey, let's make a freaking Power Rangers fighting game. Well, let's talk about the biggest news that happened this week. Okay. Bungie left Activision. I thought that was last week. Yeah, so did I. We didn't talk about it, did we? I, I can't remember. I thought we did. I don't remember, though. Fuck, I don't know. It's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm still under the impression that it is a bad idea. I know people... I'm pretty sure we talked about this, but I think people have this idea that Activision's the one that made all those poor decisions, and I'm like, no... Well, yeah, we talked about this. I I swear I said it publicly that like you, like them leaving, like they're still gonna have microtransactions. Otherwise, you're paying for a season or you're paying like a subscription fee because they have to run it off of something. They have to have constant income to run a live game. Okay, so maybe we did talk about this last week. Never yeah. mind. Fucking, I'm not paying attention. Yeah, we didn't talk about Activision being tried for fraud. I don't think that was a thing we brought up. I don't even. Mm-hmm. I don't even pay attention. Or being investigated, sorry for fraud. We also talked about Randy Pitchford and his. Oh, yeah, that was the thing that happened. My God. Anyway, we got an email from Eeyore Car. You want me to read that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like the hesitation in that one. It's his game of the year. Okay, cool. Uh, it's, oh, no. it's still uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. Calm yourself. <laughs> True. Yeah, he said, yeah. okay, good. That could still be terrible. So, hey, yo, it's your car. My top games of the year. Don't Didn't play much. Pretty much what was on my list is all I played. Number six, Asphalt 9. With no just great... has Asphalt and ass in it. <laughs> with no great Ridge Racer games out since, like, forever. This game does well to f- uh, does the fix well and maybe better. Great mobile gameplay and amazing graphics. Just avoid those microtransactions if you're good at racing. Then no need to spend cash. Number five, Spider-Man. Great open world gameplay with all the swinging and all. However, the actual story was not so great. Okay. Number four, Red Dead 2. This is just so incredible. I love it. However, not being able to save my game when using cheats is a big no-no. I have a kid. No time. I just want to have fun and finish the game. I can't have fun. So damn. I didn't know there was cheats in that game. 
There's always cheats in Rockstar games. That's true, but I didn't even know they existed. Yeah. Uh, number three, God of War. Just perfect. Number two, Minecraft, the game that keeps on giving after moving on to PS4. Moving from PS4 to iOS on my iPhone X, Minecraft on mobile is amazing. I can game at any time, anywhere. I also have a controller with iPhone mount. This is living. Minecraft continues to allow me to be creative, open-minded, and keep me meditated. I'm assuming medicated. I don't know. Allows me to play along nicely while listening to podcasts. Minecraft is maybe the best game ever. You, you, you want to know what number one is? Sure. Tits and ass. Okay. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I think okay. I think we can all agree that tits and ass is all our number one. However, I think one of you are into penis. Who is that? Can we have a roundtable discussion? No, we cannot. <laughs> I so I think we found out who it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever, Drew. I mean, come on, man. Oh my god. I thought he, I I thought he might calm happen. down after he got married, but I guess not. Of course not. Uh, Antonio sent us an email. Played the RE2 demo, and man, I'm going to have a horrific time playing the full game at night by myself since I don't have much time to play during the day. I really do hope that they do RE3 next. It's my favorite, more so because it was the first one I played on the PS1. Other than that, I played the free games with gold titled WRC6. I'm a huge fan of racing games, but many have been the worst racing game I have ever played by a long shot. Really? Right off the mark, I can hear my co-driver for the first. I can't. I couldn't hear my co-driver for the first minute of the initial race, and they make you and they make you do to gauge your skill. Secondly, the penalty system is complete BS, and to top it off, the game looked like it was made for last gen because it looks bad. Oh, and hey, what do you know? Good old John W. scored it a 4.5. He should have scored it lower. Oof. On an unrelated note, you all may have heard social media rumblings about a couple of documentaries. Let me tell you one that is most fascinating and absolutely maddening train wrecks ever documented. And the best part is the jaw rule is featured heavily in both of them. Oh. <laughs> yep. I don't, festival. I was going to say, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, he didn't say what it was, so I'm like... Are we- so, so, yeah, just... So, um, this week, uh, I want to say it was Hulu... Uh, so Netflix announced that they're doing a Fire Festival documentary, and oh I think Hulu put one out a couple days before, like without any notice ahead of time. They were just like, "Yep," and here's ours before Netflix drops theirs. And um, if you're if you're not familiar with that story, I won't spoil it for you. But good God, it's a disaster. Uh, the Internet Historian does a good uh, little documentary on it. Yeah, that's yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's uh, you turned me onto that, Drew. Yeah, that's a uh, good one too. It's very short that one. Yeah, but uh, it goes definitely onto the, what you could get from just the internet. Like this, these documentaries go a little bit deeper. I believe the Hulu one talks to the guy that was trying to run it, and I'd say try because it failed horribly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to the Twitter, Mookie wants you to know, Drew. Sure. For the love of Jesus, please do not play Unearthed. It was developed <sighs> from where I am living now. It's too late. Uh, I, I bought it. We're I, playing it. Yeah, I've already purchased it. I haven't started it yet. Apparently, Neither it's only an hour. Oh, like an hour of my life. I'm not getting back. But yep. Mookie also says currently catching catching up on previous shows, and I love Drew's lists on Game of the Year episode. Well, shit list too. Uh, he also wants to know how the human turned chicken Gambus Khan is doing. I had dinner with him and his wife on Wednesday. 
That dude nice. has that dude has a ponytail. <laughs> what? You did not take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I proceeded uh, to constantly badger him about how people want him back on the show, and he asked me what number we were on. I told him, and I think he lost most of his dinner. <laughs> oh man! He's like, oh my god, dude. That's that's so many episodes. That's like a lot of episodes, man. He does. He does know he doesn't have to like go back and guest on all of them beforehand, right? He's <laughs> to on get all to of the them. current one. He's on all of them. He's always in the ending. That's true. He's forever cemented. He's in the he's in the N4G Radio Hall of Fame. In case you didn't know, he's the only member. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> And will forever only be the <laughs> the only one forever. There's only one spot. It's his. Uh, Dustin wants to know what the VR is like in Ace Combat Seven. Me too. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it'll be something I eventually get, but I either. He says, "Is it the full campaign or a handful of separate missions?" I'm pretty sure it's I've, the whole game. No, I've heard. No, it's separate I, yeah, I heard it separated separated out. Oh, that sucks. Why not just sell that separate piece then? For I like don't know. Twenty bucks because or something. That's that's. You don't get full money then. No shit. <laughs> so that's the reason why they're not moving it. Uh, he says, I tried out the demo disc 3 for PSVR. I forgot that dropped. Uh, and it's a bunch of duplicate games from previous demos. Okay, well, I didn't miss anything. Sorry, but oh, yeah, yeah. What the hell, Sony? They should probably feature games that don't already have a demo, like Ace Combat or Red Matter or even 18 Floors. Yeah, I saw the list of games on that, and I didn't rush to download it because it was like headlined by Astrobot and Moss and yeah. something else. And I'm like... I already own these the games. The games you should own if you have a VR you don't need a demo for this. Yeah. Mookie says, if Moonlighter is for Drew, then to me is Slay the Spire, but it's on early access and will release this year. Uh, Dustin says, I played two new floors on 18 floors, and that's some awesome puzzle solving right there, but there was one damn near impossible puzzle on the fourth floor that was pretty ridiculous. I picked that game up because of him, and I still haven't played it, but I should. Like, honestly, his description of it uh, as escape rooms, like, if you've never done one of those in real life, you have to get a group of friends and go, because it's basically the closest you can get to a real-life video game. Uh, went to try the Jump Force beta, and it seems it was all cancelled. I also went to try God Eater 3, but I guess that was only for last weekend. Stupid time demos. Jump Force is... Weird. It's like fucking um, what was that game that just did that? Uh, Fallout seventy six, where the beta time is only at specific times of the day. Okay, that's that is weird. I guess that's to force as many players onto a server. I don't right? know. I have like, very it, that very way you, little. That way, that, that way, you're forcing all the players at a certain time. And you can see how much it can hold together. Yeah, it's an actual stress test of the network. I yeah, get it. Yeah. Which is not the case with most betas nowadays. No, they're called demos. Yeah. Uh, why so much hate for Kingdom Hearts 3? I bet Dream Drop this... I beat Dream Drop this week, and that secret ending has me hyped for it. Because it's... It, it, I don't actually hate Kingdom Hearts. I know that there's people that don't like the gameplay. I don't mind it. Um, my, issue, m- my issue personally with it is... They have taken so long to... They have not completed any part of the story. None. All they've done is add to it because they've been delaying for so long. And it's like, you can say, well, they added this uh, this, and it explains this, but, like, it doesn't 
complete the story. Like, imagine, like, they just kept adding shit before they actually dropped the ring in the, uh, the, uh, in Mordor. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, if they just kept adding stuff to Lord of the Rings, but they never actually got there, that's kind of what Kingdom Hearts is. And they've, all they've done is make a mess out of it. There's, like, four different organizations, you don't know their things, and this is that, and there's, here's a new group to throw in, in the, uh, mobile game, but they, that only came out in Japan, so here's a video version of it in 2.8's collection, and the naming system is bloody mess. And like people are like, well, it's not. It makes sense if you follow the timeline, but it's like this should be like a pretty straight path, and it isn't because they've been going like it was one, two, then there was chain of memories three into the foe, oh. and then it was like three, three, five, eight days over t- first name, I think ever. Um, then there was coded, then there was recoded, which is coded, but it's different. And then there's, like, it's just, just, could you not count to fucking three? Thanks. <laughs> it, there's no clear pathway through that series. It's one, two, and then you're fucked. Mm. The gameplay's fine, you get to see Disney characters, all the extra shit, and just the mess that they made in how long it's taken to get to three. That's the mess. Alright, well, Anthony, sum that up for you. I I just don't... Whatever. Uh, this is funny. I found this out after we recorded last week. Uh, so talking about Yik last week, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Y2K. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I found is. that out after too. <laughs> I've only ever seen it, but I've only ever seen it like written in capital letters. Yeah, why would you Why would you make a game with Y-I-I-K and expect me to know that the, the two I's between the other two proper letters are actually... Roman numerals. Well, from the sounds of it, it should be pronounced yike, because like, that game is not great, from the sounds of it. Ah, uh, well, I... Whatever. I've heard it's very up its own ass. There's... There, speaking of up its own ass, there's a gravestone in that game For, with Satoru yeah. name on it. Yeah, it's a little fucked up. Maybe, maybe, I know what you're trying to do, but maybe just don't do it. <laughs> so, his next tweet is actually spawned from an argument that everybody had on Twitter last night. I don't know if you guys saw this. So I tweeted, somebody had one of those, one of these gotta go things. And it was a picture of the PS2, the GameCube, the Xbox, the original Xbox, and the Wii. And I quoted the tweet saying, the Wii by a country mile. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, So he is asking... Who has the better exclusive library, OG Xbox or Wii? I'll defend Wii, but curious to what you guys think. Uh, I'd defend Wii if I didn't have to use the fucking controller for button presses. That's the issue. I don't care about the game game library at that point. If I have to flail a controller to do the equivalent of pressing a single button, then it's automatically gone. I, I There's some Wii games I love, and there's some Wii games that use great motion controls, Zack and Wiki is one of my favorite games on that console, and I love that game a lot, but because of all the other Wii games that like forced me to do stupid shit, like, you need to reload. Everything else is basic controls, but then you have to reload, and then it's like, shake the controllers in this specific manner, like, fuck off. My, That's the dumbest shit. My thing with the Wii was it had the worst Zelda game, and people will argue that with me. I think Skyward uh, okay. Sword is, is, okay. a, is a giant okay. chore. It's way too long. Yeah, it's definitely hands down. Well, I can't say it's the worst, but it's definitely the worst where it's not multiplayer based first. Well, I'm I'm speaking solely from my. This is my 
opinion on this. Skyward Sword is the worst Zelda game that is a Zelda game. Don't feed me the Four Swords bullshit. Don't oh, feed I wasn't me... even the Four Swords, it was the Triforce Heroes. Like, don't feed me the CDI games. Like, yes, I know those are bad, but I'm talking about the games that I consider Zelda games. Like, every Nintendo generation usually has one, if not two. Some of them spill into other, you know, consoles, whatever. But Skyward Sword was exclusive to the Wii. It's... And it's just not a good game to me. Like, I tried. I really tried to like that game. It's so long. Now, also, like, people bring up the Galaxy games, and I know why people like those games. I do not. I do not have the love for those games that I have for, say, Mario 64, or Super Mario World, or even Super Mario Odyssey. I just... I know people will hate me for this, but I enjoyed Sunshine more than Galaxy. I love Sunshine more than Galaxy. You're not alone on that. But, you know, that is not the popular opinion. Now I think about I the will other... say I will say that I disagree with you, but and I that's, fine. The, that's fine. I enjoy I enjoy um, Sunshine, but I the first Galaxy is a tremendous game. Yeah, I just I just never really cared for the Galaxy games, and then I think about the other exclusives that came out on Wii that were big Nintendo games, and I'm like, exactly. The best the best. Uh, well, I mean, Kirk, Kirby's Epic Yarn is a. Tremendous game that that was a weird. 3ds soon. 3ds soon. soon. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. Like people were arguing with me last night. Like you know, I listed all the Xbox games, and I'm like, I couldn't. You know, Halo, Knights of the Old Republic, Splinter Cell, Chaos Theory, Halo. Halo was the reason why I couldn't. Like I thought about it, and I was going to respond, but I knew I was going to jump into like a mess of mess of. I was going to agree with you because yeah, Halo alone is kind of the reason why I'd say like the original Xbox has to stay. Nothing um, that started in the Wii, I think, needs to survive. Like, there would have been another Zelda game without the Wii. The only game... The, you know my best memory? And this is just... People would crucify me years ago for saying this. My best memory of the Wii is fucking Wii Sports. Yeah. That game is incredible. Like, that it's game... It's great. Well, especially Wii Sports Resort. Yeah. Like, the, that game... Like, sitting down, playing bowling, whatever, like, that is the most fun I got out of that console. The rest of that console's life, I was like, eh. It just a bit, eh. I, I, so, New Super Mario started on the Wii. DS. 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 Well, okay. It started on okay. the DS. And the I'm, DS not including, I'm not far, including handheld stuff in here. <laughs> what I'm saying is the new the new Mario series could go on without the Wii. It could have just gone on to the But again, console. that's not, that wasn't a big, like, we had fun playing that multiplayer, but I could have Mario heard. Kart could would have gone on without the Wii. Zelda would have but gone it's, on. But that's not the Wii. question, though. The question is not whether or not it could have gone on. It was those. But what I'm saying games. is, if I got rid of the Xbox entirely, you wouldn't have Halo. Then yeah, Microsoft would have put those games on PC. Yeah, I don't think that's the question here. The question is the games themselves. And my problem with the Wii is that none of the games that were exclusive to that console that were around during that console, I have super fond memories of. Like even the okay. Mario Kart. The Mario Kart is good. No, the Mario Kart's the worst one. No, that's Double Dash. No, it's not. That's not true. Double Dash uh, is the worst. Double Dash is by far the worst uh, Mario Kart game. I hate Double Dash. <laughs> I don't like either of them, but I just found uh, the Wii one annoying. But it's just, it's just thinking of the games, like my experiences with those machines, I prefer the Xbox games. I'm not saying anybody's wrong for saying they picked the Wii, but that's just my personal preference. Like, I, I think of all those games. Like, I love Metroid Prime, but, like, 3. Mm. I didn't like 3. I didn't like 3. I love 1. I thought 2 was okay. I think 3 is not a great game. 
But, like, I have Zack and Wiki. WarioWare Smooth Moves is a favorite of mine. Wario Land Shake It is a game that not enough people played, in my personal opinion. I am in a very small minority here. Um, Super Paper Mario is my favorite Paper Mario game. And I know it's not like the others, but I think that was one of the best platformers and people hated it so much that we have now been stuck with new Super Mario Brothers till the end of time. Um, I liked uh, the Punch-Out game that came Punch out. Punch-Out was fantastic. Uh, you can play that without motion controls, too, so that's great. No More Heroes came out on the Wii. Uh, Rabbids Go Home, um, which I know is a Rabbids game, but that was good. Mad World. Uh, nobody, nobody, has, nobody has mentioned the one game that stuck out to me the most about the Wii. Noah, <laughs> um, which we'd love to hear, yeah. One of the most unique games I've ever played, Silent Hill Shattered Memories. That was on PS2 as well. Was it on PS2 as well? Yeah. Okay. But the Wii version so you can... had you use the Wii remote as a flashlight, right? I can't remember. Is that the one but where you had to do that? The, it was one of the first games that, that caught my eye that was it was watching you play the game and changing things based on how you played. Apparently it was on PlayStation 2 and PlayStation Portable as well. Oh God! But like the the thing is, is that like like I love those games, but I can think of two that require motion control, and the rest of them it was just all crap added on. Because I know that like shaking the controller to charge it, uh, the beam saber in No More Heroes is funny, but uh, it's not necessary as proven with the PS3 version of No More. See, I'm sorry, but I think the best use of the Wii remote is using it like a phone. Fuck a phone, yeah. That was the coolest nah. fucking thing ever. They, yeah, they did that in No More Heroes. They did that in they Red did Steel. That, they did that in some of the uh, Wario games as well. Red Steel the, was the Wario first. Wear. It was a launch game. Remember that game? The Ubisoft okay. game? I remember Red I Steel? remember Red Steel 2 more. Red oh, Steel. Red game. Yeah. It was a bad game, but you did the phone thing and it was cool. Anyway, that's... Yeah, it, like... Everybody has their opinion. What's funny is nobody argues the PS2 or the GameCube should go because, let's be frank, those consoles are classic. Yeah, well, it's with the sheer amount of games that were on PS2. PS2 uh, is probably the best, if not the best, console ever made. It's, it's, it's really fucking it's, good. It's out, of, out of the three that were of that generation, it was the weakest. Oh, but by was, far. They, but they could just put anything on it. That like, oh, There's so many good, like... I hate to be like mediocre titles or like I don't know how to describe them, but like the games that aren't super polished that came out. Uh, Earth Defense Force started on that, uh, the modern version, of course. Um, uh, I got the Raw Danger Disaster Report series off of that, which is weird and awesome. Um, yeah, there's just so many weird titles uh, that came out. Magic Pendul, uh, Graffiti Kingdom. Like those are stuff that like. You wouldn't see on a modern console. So here's a question. Let's bring it up to the to a generation that somewhat more matches, and say PS3, Xbox 360, Wii. Which one do you get rid of? Still Wii, because I hate using the motion controls. If you said Wii U, it's still Wii U. Yeah, I think Wii still goes because PS3 I, I is. Disagree. A, I get rid of the PS3. The PS3 is like a dumpster fire Matching as far crank. as like the hardware and stuff is concerned. But man, I can't let go of Uncharted. I can't let go I of Infamous. I can't get rid of Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, right. I just I can't lose those games because mm, there's just too many exclusive Sony games. If, that if I there wasn't, yeah, so, I was gonna say that's the only. So, but, but 
But the question is, would Nintendo still exist as we know them today if the Wii Probably didn't not. exist? Uh, the Wii and the Wii U were concepts that made the Switch great. I mean, not to mention the Wii saved Nintendo from a financial standpoint too. I mean, they, that system made a ton of money. Absolutely, and I think the Wii is is a great like set piece. But if I could give up one console, probably in the last twenty years, it would be that one by a country mile. Well, I could easily get rid of the Xbox One because I never owned one. The original Xbox. No, sure. If you didn't own one, I can totally see that. But there were just so many games on that machine that I had a ball with. It was such a good compliment to my PS2 back in the day. No. But yeah, if you've never owned one, it's just like saying you could get rid of the Dreamcast because you never owned one. But it's true. I, I couldn't give up the Dreamcast to save my I, life. Fuck. I love say I love Sega. I can get rid of. It. Okay, so out of the out of the all right, let's say the main four from beginning to today. You got Sony, Nintendo, Sega, and uh, Microsoft. Oh, Microsoft. Okay. Yeah. What's the worst console out of all of them? Uh, just starting. You mean starting from, with the NES, going to Xbox One. <laughs> Would it be uh, the Wii? Even I know it was the most I popular. No, no, I mean, I could tell you. I could tell you what was the worst console. Uh, it would be, and I love this system, but Sega Saturn. It was a hardware, talk about hardware messes. It could only do TUD graphics. Yeah, Sega's is, so it's, it's just, Sega's is definitely the Saturn. That's it's, definitely, it's, it's just, it's a disaster. Um, and the reason why is that it was supposed to be just another 32 bit system and they added disc technology and it forced people to have to, it, like every time you see 3D in uh, Sega Saturn, that console's pushing its luck. That like that doesn't crash basically because it, it it was such a bad mess of a system, um, so I'd say that because even then like I try to like look at the games a lot of them are PS one games originally, and the PS one versions better generally unless it's like a two D fighting game like PS one knocks it out of the park. Um, it's kind of funny then, that you N sixty four was so exclusive, like because N sixty four games like the N sixty four versions generally its own sort of thing because it was a cartridge, right? Um, like, they didn't have a lot of crossover games, and even when they did, it played very differently. Um, yeah. That's definitely the worst that Sega had. Well, it's kind um, of funny that you say that Saturn games were initially PS1. Actually, they were initially Saturn games that got cancelled or moved back. Tomb Raider, uh, Resident Evil were all games that started uh, development on the yeah, Saturn. But- well, that's fine, but the the the, the PS one version. Uh, what I was trying to say, sorry, that wasn't the way I was trying to say it. If I came out that way, I meant more like if you look at the way the Tomb Raider runs on the PS one. PS one can actually do those graphics. It can actually render that. The, no, no, I know. It's doing it's doing trickery based on two D images and the Saturn version. Like it doesn't run well. It's a piece of crap. <laughs> like. The Saturn is a machine that was broken. If you watch the history of the Sega Saturn, what happened was is they announced it. They saw what Sony was doing right near the end of the development of the system. And then instead of reworking the system and delaying it, they just threw another chip in there. Yeah. And it broke the architecture, and everything that was programmed on that thing is a is a hot the, piece of garbage. So the way the way normal games are made is made out of triangles, like 3D graphics. And that was not the case with the Saturn. Uh, so you had to basically you have a square pixel, basically, 
and you'd have to reduce one side to the size of zero to make a triangle. It sounds like it's a simple thing, but it's really not. And then if you watch, um, there's a, there's a, it's hard to just say it, but there's a, a YouTube channel called Game Hut, and it's run by the guy who is, uh, God, Traveler's Tales. They're now known for Lego games, but for a while there, they were working heavily with Sega, and uh, he'll talk about making Sonic R, and the horrible stuff he had to do to make a 3D game run on the Sega Saturn. Um, it's quite interesting. He talks about how much stronger Sony's system was that could uh, reflect uh, environments on polygons, which was not a thing that you could do on the Saturn, but he had to make it work because he had an idea. Um, and how to get uh, polygonal backgrounds to disappear as you moved away from them so it wasn't rendering everything. It's really interesting stuff. Um, but yeah, that's the system I get rid of. And I love like Clockwork Knight. Nights into Dreams. Um, I liked the version of Sonic 3D Blast on there. I love Virtua Fighter, but that whole system can go. It's a mess. Yeah, I'd probably get rid of the Saturn. I mean, the Wii would be probably number two, but... So this is a, an unpopular gaming opinion, maybe, perhaps, but Nights into Dreams sucks, and it's always <laughs> sucked. It was... No, you're not, you're not, you're not, it's not a, it's not an unpopular opinion. I disagree with you, but it's also very based in Sega's old philosophy of making I, arcade games. Really. I truly think like that's what that game feels like. It's 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 an arcade game. You finish it quickly and you get to an ending. And the idea like is that you're supposed. Game. I think I Fuck truly you. think Fuck you. I truly think Nights into Dreams is one of those games that you think is good until you go back and play it. Oh no, I play it quite frequently. Actually. Yeah, but you're a weird. Well, I love that game. <laughs> yeah, that game sucks. <laughs> that game I, was so, not like, good game. Um, I even played it. Um, I even had my son play it with me at one point. Did you play uh, the new version? They don't on matter. Consoles? It's still bad. Uh, no, you because without that, without the analog. Uh, no, no, there's yeah, nothing the to save that game. Is way smoother than what we have now. No, dude, that uh, game just sucks. Just you're, you're wrong. It's, it's fun. I get it. It's a bad game. <laughs> it's it's not a good game at all. <laughs> It's, but Panther, but Panther I have never Dragoon, played Knights. Speak, speaking of don't games, play like Saturn, just Panther don't Dragoon, play it. Panzer Dragoon was another Saturn game I love, but like again, just a game like that whole it, console is so messy. It was better on Xbox. <laughs> no, I mean it. Seriously, it was the, the the even the original Saturn that is inside Orta is better. Orta is one of the reasons I can't give up the Xbox. That game is too good. All right, we're moving I on. I have a Saturn downstairs. I'm going to take a picture of me peeing on it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Are you like what the is... you like the Calvin and Hobbes peeing on the Ford logo? Now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Nobody, so it's fine. What, Nobody said the Master System, so I'm fine. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't one of those consoles announced the same day it released? Saturn. Was, uh, yeah, that was, was the, it the Saturn. Saturn. It was the okay, Saturn. The, so the Saturn was. Hey, we got this new system. It's out now. The, it was six hundred dollars, and then Sony's press conference. The guy walks up and goes two ninety nine and walk back to his seat, and that wasn't planned. They just could undersell or uh, undercut uh, the market there because Sega thought it was going to be so awesome that they would release their console on the same day it was announced, and there was no games ready for it. Well, there's there a, was there's but a not huge a lot. story behind all of this, but they announced it at E three. They launched it. That was the start of the end for Sega because they pissed off GameStop and EB Games because they weren't ready. They weren't ready to sell those machines. Yeah. Right. 
And the thing was super expensive, it had no games, and literally Sony was releasing that fall a better, more powerful machine with more games. And, and a lower cost. Price. Yeah, half the price. And it just... There's there's even more, because if you go back before the Saturn gets made, Sega, and it still happens to this day, Sega of America and Sega of Japan fight consistently amongst themselves. It's terrible. They, I don't... Um, so there was supposed to be a 3D Sonic game on the Saturn, which is another part of the reason why that console sucks. It doesn't have its own Sonic game, like traditional Sonic game. Um, there's supposed to be a 3D one called uh, Sonic Extreme. It looked really neat. Um, there's gameplay footage of it out there. Um, but the one guy that was making it got sick, like deathly ill. He had to stop. There was another team making a different one simultaneously. They were using the Knights engine, and Yuji Naka came and saw that they were using the engine that he built for Knights and said, you can't use that. So they had to scrap everything and start over. And then they didn't have a game ready, so they went to Traveler's Tales and said, could you take the Sonic 3D Blast game you made for Genesis and make it for Saturn? And nope. that's the reason why that's the only Sonic game that exists that's, I guess, traditional-ish. I'll tell you, to, to end the conversation, why the Saturn failed. There was a picture of an Eternal Champions game on the box that never came out. That's true. Speaking of games that weren't good. Eternal Champions is better than Knights, don't at me. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's shitty Mortal Kombat. Oh, shitty Mortal Kombat's still better than but, shitty Knights. I was just <laughs> getting ready to say that. Absolutely wow. not. I was just getting ready to say that. Uh, Alright, we're moving on. Uh, Dustin says, Travis Strikes Again is Suda51 ass game, and I love it. Um, is a Suda51 ass game, sorry. I hope it sells yeah, well so, so we can get... It's his over. ass game. It's his ass game. It's a game about his ass. Hope it sells so we can get a No More Heroes 3. Uh, a so review I watched. A review I watched uh, ended with because uh, he didn't really like the game. He's like, "Should you buy it? Uh, yes, I want No More Heroes 3. <laughs> it's a busy uh, review. I think this game plays better than No More Heroes, but that's just me. Um, oh. Saw some crazy news: they're re-releasing Metal Storm on the NES. And when I looked into the company doing it, I saw they translated "Holy Diva" on the NES, <laughs> and it released it in the US. Guess what? I just purchased. I feel like you, you <laughs> single-handedly just like picked that tweet out and was like, I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to do it. No, I, that was on the fly, Drew. I didn't even read that before I did it. I just saw the words Holy Diver, and I immediately go, Dio. <laughs> uh, Chad says, just started my second playthrough of Red Dead 2, and it already feels more enjoyable than the first time. I don't feel rushed to beat spoilers, and it's interesting to go through the game again, knowing everything that happens to Dutch's gang. Okay. I haven't beat yep. it, period, so I guess I just have to keep dodging those spoilers. Yeah, you should beat it pretty quick. I don't know. I don't All think right. I don't think it's possible no, to beat to that game under... pretty quick. What's that? I don't think it's possible to beat that game pretty quick. No, that's true. Well, but he's already on chapter... What chapter are you on, Drew? Three. Oh, never mind. Uh, yeah, yeah you, not... need to, you, need you need to put some time into it. Nope, Drew, you have to play Unearthed. Well, that only takes uh, me an hour. Uh-huh. Uh, Mookie says, Resident Evil 2 was my first entry into the series, and as I grew older, I got scared to play survival horror games. But after trying the demo of the new remastered one, well, it's RE2 and it's personal. I'm ready to ride rodeo, blow some liquor's head off, and chew some gums. I think he got the quote wrong, but we got, we, we know where you're coming from. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, Dustin says, if any of you guys finished Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom, I like tough games, but it almost gets unfair in the final area, and it felt like uh, it went on five hours too long with needless backtracking. I have not finished that game. I want to finish that game. I just have to find the time. Uh, Dustin also says, tried out Firewall Zero Hour Trial for PSVR, and that's some Rainbow Six Seed shit in VR, but it takes forever to find a match. Oh, I didn't realize that was online. Yeah, that's, a, that's the only reason I haven't played it is because it's an online shooter, and I'm like, I don't really know that that's the kind of VR I want. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, also, heard, so don't, that, say, don't say yeah. you don't want to play an online shooter because that's a lie. Not an I've online shooter uh, on VR. I've heard that game I mean. makes really good use of the uh, the gun control, the VR gun controller. Yeah. Sorry, I should clarify what Drew said. I don't want to play an online shooter in VR. There you go. Okay. But if they offered Overwatch on in VR, fuck no! I just play it regular. Why the hell would I yeah. play that in VR? There, there was no way I would want to play that in VR, especially with the lag that comes attached to that. No way, uh, man. No way. There was man. no way. <laughs> also, finally checked out Killing Floor Incursion, and that game has a lot of jank for a VR game, but I'm still liking it. I don't know if I'd recommend it though. That game's all right. I enjoy killing for it. No, I think that was the last game me, you, and Justin sat down. Yeah, I think it is, because you and I played Strange Brigade since then, but yeah, three of us? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. He should probably find a new game. He still hates Overwatch. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe Division 2 could get him out of that? 1,500 hours. And Uh-oh, somebody calling me. They're calling me. They're calling me. Uh, RE2 can't come soon enough, and I love they kept Honk and Tofu in it. I like that they up Tofu in it. Well, I mean, Tofu gotta be in HD, son. HD Tofu. HD Tofu, where that, y'all? Well, it's just because the original was just a block. He's a block for of tofu. testing. Well, it was a, just a white block for testing, though, and then they're like, a, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's Tofu. It's Tofuity. Justin tweets in and says, I was wrong about PS Plus, PS3, Vita titles ending in December. We still have February, but it seems they're done with it already. The December titles are still highlighted, but not free in the PS3 store. Guess they're done updating. PlayStation Store is a mess, I'll be honest. Yeah, the PlayStation Store is not a good thing. No, it's like, a mess. The, 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 I find the Microsoft one is a little hard to navigate sometimes, but it makes way more sense. Yeah, the so, Microsoft Store suffers from performance more than anything. But uh, I, f- I find it more like where stuff is in menus. Like, I was looking to see what I could download for my 360, because I uh, plugged it back in yesterday, or the day before, or whatever, and then uh, I was, like, having issues finding that screen again. I'm like, I know I've used it before. Where is it? You just so, go to, yeah, you I, go to yeah, the game I store. I have the same problem. You go to the game store, and then you select backward compatible. No, my th- on my 360. Oh, on the Not 360. Not my Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. And oh, it was like, yeah, because you got to like, go into your uh, games. Was, but there was, but there was, there used to be an option on their website to do that and stuff. But it, honestly, it still makes way more sense using that. I find that like if I use the, like the PS Store doesn't work on the PlayStation uh, Four. It doesn't work on the PS3 at all at this point because it slows that console down to a horrible crawl. I find it sucks on my phone and it sucks on. Uh, web browser. 
Like just there's, and <laughs> hey, I only use it. I only use the web browser now because it's better than any other option I have. Just remember the PlayStation Four search feature before they changed it. <laughs> pick a letter. Now pick the next letter. Now pick the next letter. <laughs> Did they change it on consoles finally? Yeah, it's it's now oh, like a straight God. up search bar. You, you sure? Yes. Yep. I, yeah, I just used it. Yeah, I have not. I have not used it recently because I'm like I'm just gonna go to the website because my computer's right near my PS4 anyways, and just push to. Uh, Justin also says, "Does anyone still think that that Star Fox Retro Racing game is real?" I never thought it was real, so <laughs> I don't know what Retro's doing. I really I, don't. I don't either. But like every time I hear one of these people who has an in, I'm like, sure you do. You're gonna be right eventually. You hey, see some stuff that's hey, so blatantly fucking obvious. My uncle works at Nintendo. Yeah, literally. I don't know how many times I heard like I've it heard was like, the there's 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 people like we're we're gonna get Mother Three. I I know of a team that's been working on the translation, and then like that person like oh I was wrong, but they never say I was wrong. They just they say enough bullshit that eventually they have to be right. Statistically, if you say enough. Obvious shit or possible shit, it's gonna happen. Hey, I will kill her. They get the they get the the applause of like, oh my god, that person was correct. Like, man, he said a bunch of shit. What about all the stuff they were wrong on? Yeah, I willed Killer Instinct into existence. You don't know that about me, but I did it. That's true. That's right. I don't know. It sounds like you're in the darkest of the webs, like Drew is. So oh, me? Do twi- no, no, Anthony, talking about these people that are saying stuff about no, Mother Three. Twi- but it's it's on Twitter. Like I had to, I've had to mute so many people because it's like it's not like I personally hate them, but it's just like there's a level of like you you gotta stop. Like just enjoy what gets announced. Stop speculating about bullshit we're never gonna get because just sends a bunch of people into a fucking anger storm. <laughs> Nintendo, this was rumored and it wasn't at the event. Do you not know what rumor means? Like the rumor means true, right? According to the yeah, internet. like fucking, uh, and it's those people's fault because if nothing was said, then that's your own. Like, but just, there's there's some validity. There's some validity to what they said because last thing I just picture like a group of people sitting around and being like, "It's your fault, <laughs> you motherfucker, you." Like if you if you went expectations based upon like I really hope they have a new Legend of Zelda game or whatever, and then they don't. Like, whatever. But then there's some guy on the internet going, I have proof or whatever. And he's been right about the last two things that he said, just by sheer luck. And then it doesn't happen, and then people get angry and, like, start shitting on Nintendo. Just give us the thing that was rumored. Like, Hey, the no. internet The internet calls the Sam Raimi suit, right? That, right, yeah. <laughs> give us the Sam Raimi suit. Give us the Sam Raimi Get it. The guys, like, no, they that was planned, and you ruined it. That's I don't know. I see a lot of people online who think they know a hell of a lot more about video game business than they do. And where do they work? Fucking Marathon Gas Station or something. Yeah, <laughs> you clearly have a, a keen business it's, insight. I my favorite my favorite bullshit story I've heard Bill, is that Nintendo purposely caused the, the amiibos. They put, purposely made it so people would want them by not. Nintendo wants your money. Nintendo wants your money. Nintendo sent us like 40 Marios. Wanna why? Because Mario is a popular character. And they sent us 
a couple of Ikes or whatever the first run of Amiibos were, the less popular characters they didn't think would sell as much. So they only sent us a couple. They didn't make as many. Why? Because those characters aren't as popular as Mario or Pikachu. Hmm. Like, that's the reason why. We we didn't receive a lot, but there was a lot in existence. And then scalpers made that, and then smart asses on the internet in front of red fucking banners say there's a purposeful fucking thing. Like, no, it wasn't. You don't want to have a bunch of amiibos sitting on the shelf, like the Animal Crossing one. Yeah, you can find an Animal Crossing. I think my kid got an Animal Crossing amiibo in a cereal. Yeah. yeah, you can get them for free if you if you go in and they if you steal them. They're like, just take them all. Don't don't forget to take them all. Please take the Isabel amiibo, please. Yeah, like yeah. it's just that it's it's bullshit rumors like that that and and bullshit facts that get thrown out. I didn't ever think retro, and maybe they are. I'm not saying that's if it happens. God, I like, totally forgot what started this rant. The, the, the retro, the retro, <laughs> the retro Star Fox rumor. Listen, it could it could very well happen, but I doubt it because a like they haven't announced anything. B Star Fox like the best thing you've gotten from it in years is uh, an addition that's on the Switch version only of um, Starlink. Like, the last game didn't sell well. They don't sell well generally, but then that last game, Zero, got panned critically. And third, they already have a racing game. They have two, in fact. They have F-Zero, which they don't do anything with, and they have Mario Kart. Like, but now that's become fact, that Retro's working on this Star Fox, when best it's a rumor. I'm a security guard, and I know for a fact that Rocksteady is working on a TMNT game. (laughs) And you know it's going to sell because you have great business insight. Exactly. That's right. I, I'm like, I, I share the same uh, office space with uh, Michael Pactor. <laughs> He's usually wrong, Drew. I wouldn't share space with him. I know. <laughs> How does he still have a job? According to the internet. <laughs> according to the internet, he's usually wrong, but clearly that man does his job well because he makes a lot of money at it. <laughs> yeah, well, there's also, <laughs> there's also that guy that played, uh, that gets uh, paid to like review video games and stuff that couldn't the tutorial of Cuphead. So, I mean, really, <laughs> I feel like standards are fairly low sometimes. Yeah, you know, it don't matter. Could you follow this? Could you follow this? Uh, this training level? No. What if we didn't even write it out in words and just gave you pictures of what to do? It's too hard. It's too hard. <laughs> anyway, that is all the tweets we have. You want to tweet us at M4G Podcast? You want to shoot us an email? It's podcasts at ztgd.com. You can also follow all of us individually. Anthony's at NTRSKT. Get him on a rant on Twitter. Go, boy, go. Uh, we got Drew at DML Fury, Ryan at Wombat Fight me RP, about knights. And I don't need to fight you. Ain't nobody's going to fight you about knights. Nah, tell, me, tell me it's a bad ain't game nobody, so I can ain't tell Ain't nobody you gives wrong. a shit about you <laughs> <laughs> to fight you about knights. Fuck you. <laughs> you, know, you know what the worst part of Sonic Adventure was? It was the knights level. Oh, the whole thing? No, just the knights <laughs> level. That's, that's the one that stood out to me. Uh, uh, you, you can mean, follow you me at ZTGD. Table. You can follow the Phoenix Down podcast, which starts the year of the bad game. Maybe you guys should yep. play Knights. <laughs> should True, story. Story. True story. True story. Um, you, all. you were going to start with Sonic 06, you but you had to move Fuck on to... What's that game called again? <laughs> Unearthed okay. Trail of... Something. Or something like that. Okuna Matata. 
What? Akuna Matata. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's fine. Matata. It's the only unearthed game on Steam. It's episode one, and it's also the final episode. So. Apparently, it's the last episode. It came out in 2014, and I don't see episode two in sight. That's like unearthed a... trail of Ibn Batuta. Batuta. <laughs> okay. See, Hakuna Matata worked. Hakuna fine. Matata is what it's called. It's what's called. Now. It's like uh, Afro Samurai Volume One. Afro Samurai Two. Part one. Oh my god. You they actually patched game? this game now that I'm looking at it. Uh oh. You have that game still, Ken? It's Samurai, in my. Uh, it's on, Afro Samurai 2. I mean, it's on my PS4. I think I can still download it. I don't know. I don't care. It's a bad game. But you can make your console worth something. The first game was good. Only, you'll be the only person that has that game in existence. No, I'm pretty sure somebody else has suffered through it. God, so you want to hear something funny that has been etched into my memory for some reason? Okay. Before, before I joined this podcast, I used to listen to it. And <laughs> you guys were talking about Afro Samurai. Brian the Boogeyman Peterson was on. And you said that uh, you can chop off limbs and stuff like that however you want to in that game. Yeah. Almost like Metal Gear Rising. Yeah. And <laughs> I think... I can't remember who who did it, but somebody was like, "Yeah, I chopped off this chick's tits with it." With it. And it, Brian went, mm, mm, "Look at them tits!" <laughs> God, and that's the only thing I can think of when I hear Afro Seb right now <laughs> is Brian Peterson saying that in a Serbian Jackson. Oh my God! Okay. I hate you all. <laughs> there's so many, there's so many times in your life, you know. I mean, we we, we need to get we need to get the boogeyman back. We do some really stupid shit on this show, and it sticks for some reason, and I've yep. yet to figure out why. It's like you know, if if uh, I don't know well, how you if Walt Disney and Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Made a psychological thrill ride through a secular hell. <laughs> that would be Bioshock. See, that's why you need Gambus Khan on the show. <laughs> oh, man. He is, uh, there is no substitute. That no. is true. That is 100% accurate. There is no substitute for Gambus Khan. 2007 Game of the Year podcast. Go back and listen to that one. For that line only. Oh boy. Anyway, that is the show. Um, who's going to the Super Bowl? Anybody want to make a prediction? The games are today. We'll know by the time this comes live. Okay, well, I can tell you who's going to the Super Bowl. I will tell you who I want to go to the Super Bowl. Tell me who's Who going. are you taking a friggin' Super Bowl? Who are you taking to the friggin' Super Bowl? The Super Bowl? <laughs> oh man. Uh, we did that last year, I believe. Uh, all right, so I'm saying it's going to be New Orleans uh, versus New England. That's um, my pick. But I, I really want it to be Kansas City versus L.A. I would like that too. But it's not going to happen. No. I just I, – I was talking to people about this throughout the entire week. I will take I will take experience over 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 these flashy kids any day. And Drew Brees and Tom Brady have more postseason experience than most quarterbacks will ever have. Is this Drew Brees' last season? Depends on whether they go to the Super Bowl and win. Yeah, or not. I, I think that's a big factor into that. 
I, I here's here's my prediction on that. If Drew Brees goes to the Super Bowl and wins it, he's guaranteed to retire. If he goes to the Super Bowl and loses, I think there's a, still a pretty good chance he'll retire. If Tom Brady goes to the Super Bowl and wins, he's retiring. See, I think it's hilarious that Brees is the one we're discussing when Brady's like three years older than he is. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. It's not like I think he's a year older. Tom Brady's forty. Was it forty-two? Two. And Drew Brees oh, is thirty-nine or forty. He's forty, I believe. I mean, I just, I, I, I just see that happening. I don't. I think this is Drew Brees' last year. Tom Brady is forty-one. And how old is Drew Brees? I'm looking that up now. He is forty, so he is only a year older. He's only a year older, yeah. So I I get the feeling this will be Drew Brees' last year. Period. If Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, it'll be his last year. I don't know. Brady just seems like he wants to play. I bet he plays two or three more years. You think so? I think he will. It's crazy as it sounds. Unless he gets hurt, I think he plays two or three more years. Uh, if he does that, I think he'll just he will get hurt. Keep, continue doing just like year to year, and I think it's going to depend on the strength of New England's offensive line. Yeah, that's one of the things about him that you'll notice is that he very rarely gets hit. Yeah. They do a good job with that, at least. So, I mean, if as long as that keeps happening, he said he wants to play until he's 45. I mean, pff. more power to you, brother. You if you can, can make it work, man. Yeah, if you I can mean, do it and you love doing it, why not, right? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I, I think it's... I mean, we'll know by the time the show goes live, but I think it's New England, New Orleans. Yeah. Who do you think as wins? As I, uh, that's, that's a hard one. I right mean, there. that's a that, that might be the best Super Bowl in the last decade. If those two get to play each other, that would be a good one. I would go with Breeze. <sighs> it's hard for me to bet against the Brady. It really is. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he finds ways to win those games. The only people he can't beat, apparently, are... Fucking Eli Manning and Nick Foles, but he's beating everybody else, so. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yep. I, I, who knows? It, it may be like a weird mix match. It's Kansas City versus fucking the Saints. Saints, yeah. yeah. It could be that. I don't know. Yep. We'll see. It's it's going to be interesting. I'm actually excited for these two I'm games. I'm rooting for Kansas City just because Mahomes really carried me this year in fantasy. So I would not have won my fantasy championship without him. So well, Out of all of them, I really hope the Rams win. I don't know. Football. I don't know. I, I've, I'm getting off here because, yeah, exactly like you, I am super stoked for these games. And right now I've got seven straight hours of football. I, I forgot to mention on the podcast, and I'm so disappointed but Atlas, the stupid MMO pirate thing that was just a reskin of Ark, um, the hackers found out there were plane models inside and have been using planes inside the MMO of pirates and like crashing World War II era planes. And I thought you, and I thought you were going to tell me they announced it for Switch. No, well, <laughs> give it, give it, give it a couple months. But they've taken all the servers offline, so it's an MMO you can't play right now. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah, you shouldn't have bought awesome. that game anyway, because uh, Ark what still a, is kind of garbage. So. What a piece of crap. But that's it for the show this week. Enjoy yourself, bitches. We out. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Epic